It's a candidate, though. Dude, you co-signing that? I, I missed it. What we talking about? Wait, it's dude, there's no way you're co-signing a I whole lot of Red Album of the Year. I'm going to explain why, though. I'm going to get into that's my That's fucking form. nuts, Doom. I'm going to get into my Oh, no, that's candidate. All right, so, Chris, wait, Chris, how you going to feel when he don't when he don't condone Eternal a Take as Album of the Year candidate? Well, at the same time, I condone Eternal Take as as uh, album of the year candidate. Look, he's smiling. Cole out of red, not no fucking album of the year candidate. This nigga is I will say this. crazy, it bro. Is, it is. I, I, I will say this. Doom gonna be surprised to hear me say this as well. But I put this in album of the year conversation above EA. Above oh EA. My. Hey, that's crazy. I didn't know wow. crazy. That. I never thought I would say that in my life, but hey, wow. the nigga did it. The man did wow. it, bro. Wow, he did it. Wow. The more I listened to it, son, EA had skips. Big time. I mean, we been telling you that for a while. <laughs> no, I, I knew that. Like, I fuck with EA, but like most of the albums I fuck with this year had a few skips. But EA just had. I was happy that EA had all the skips to the end, so I could just listen to the front half and then just cut it off. Then but, all you got to do next is listen to how I'm telling you this shit not that good, and then we'll be good. Then we'll be not good. happening. We'll be good. But all, all right, what? Whatever. Let's get started. One time for everybody in the building. Hold on, let me find my sound effects. Uh, Cause I had to start recording because that was some fire shit. One time for everybody in the building. Episode one seventy six, I believe. Oh no, one seventy five. And this is the end of the year episode. It's gonna have the Bros Who Think awards on it. Joining me as always to my left, Mr. Brooklyn. To the bottom left, we got Doom. And then coming into the episode, niggas was asking for him. Whole lot of red conversation, Mr. Chris SJE. Bottom, bottom right. How are you fellas doing this week? I'm gonna start off with Chris, man. Chris, how you doing, bro? I'm feeling red, man. I'm feeling red, bro. I was feeling green red blue, for Christmas, but I'm feeling red for the rest of the for the rest of the year. You like. see the one of the funny thing for Christmas, I didn't even wear red. I wore green, nigga. Whole lot of uh, whole lot, whole lot of greens in there, uh, a whole lot of blues. Doom, what is up, man? Doom, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good, man. We coming off a of Saints and a Pels win. Yo, my, my week always revolve around them niggas. They can make or break my shit. So. Yo. All right, two and one. Let's go. I'm not even. I'm not even hype on the Saints win because them niggas just need to. That's expected, you know. But the Pels, look, we didn't beat the Raptors. We didn't beat the Spurs. Only niggas we lost to was the niggas that went to the finals last year. Can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that. Even even in that game, they played well. So exactly, we got a killer. We got a killer in Brandon Ingram. Zion's growing. It's we're starting to see defensive double teaming more. But the person that's impressed me the most, Zoe's only had one bad game. Miami. That's a fact. Looking like uh, most improved, like we've been saying, Doom. I, I'm just I'm just letting niggas out there know me and Doom been right about the Pell so far this year. Except your boy Jackson Hayes looked like some doo-doo. Oh, they need to get him the fuck out of there. <laughs> he, he don't belong on the floor. <laughs> Your man's looking like some dude. But look at the bandwagon holding up three. What's up, it's nigga? Three games. Y'all going crazy. Like, first of all, y'all trying to kick this man out of the waters. It's been three games, my nigga. Relax. Gotta keep it real, man. I, I you trying to send to the Knicks. Need, need to spend some time on the bench. Yeah, he needs to sit down on the bench, man. Let's play some yeah, Willie Hernan Gomez, man. Let's give some more people some time, bro. Yeah. Give them all some time. And they get out balling. But let me just say this, everybody out there. If you see if Brooklyn start championing the Suns, it's fake. It's fake. Nick, I know y'all remember two years ago, this nigga gave up his card. Fake nigga, but y'all y'all gonna be the fourth seed. I'm not gonna lie, y'all gonna be the fourth seed, nigga. How you doing? You had a you you got a daughter. How was Christmas, nigga? It was crazy. I mean, 
she bad as hell, so she don't really listen to nothing. But you know, she was tearing up the fucking uh, wrapping papers, tearing up all the bags, tearing up gifts that wasn't even hers. She was tearing <laughs> them shits up. It's like, oh, this must be mine. It's under the tree. Christmas man. <laughs> That's the best thing about Christmas, man. Seeing seeing kids open presents. Cause honestly, I don't get to open presents like talking about no more, nigga. I just get like when my girl give me and my mama fact. give me something. I've I've accepted that I'm officially at the age where I should just not expect shit. <laughs> I got Dude. one Christmas present. Dude, but you be getting butt hurt too, nigga. Like he sound hurt, bro. I know that feeling, dude. Like my all my aunts and uncles who used to give me shit, don't give me shit no more. And I'm just like, damn, nigga. But 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 y'all expect a gift from me though. But like, oh, oh see, that's that. Yeah, that's that bullshit. <laughs> like, no, I'm not signing my name on my mama gift. That's between you and my mama. I'm not getting you shit. You didn't give me shit. <laughs> Like fuck that, nigga. God, that should be hurting my soul. But I, but I accepted that. Yeah, I accepted that this year. You're right, Doom. It was, it was this year where I was like, all right, I'm not mad at these niggas no more. Because last yeah. year I was salty. And I think 2020 just a weird year where like everybody kind of you know got a little situation. So this, this money Christmas, tight. It was a whole lot of this is from me and this nigga and that nigga. Like everybody yeah, a lot of this from me and my brother. Shit. Yeah, like me and my brother did that a lot. Like this from both of us. Here you yeah. go. But but nine times out of ten, it was from me. I just let that nigga sign his name because yeah, you know how that is. Chris, man, how was your Christmas, bro? I got a lot of manga this year. Christmas, Chris, my girl actually hooked it up. I don't know how she did that shit. Man, I I didn't get shit for for Christmas at all, bro. Like the only thing I got for Christmas is from my girl. I got uh okay, that's that's me too. Me too. She got me a pop doll. You feel me? Okay, uh, but at the same time. Christmas, I'm one of them niggas, like, like Hadoom said, once you hit a certain age, bro, like, I remember last year was the age for me that I realized, oh, okay, I'm too old for Christmas. Last year, I remember I went to my family house before COVID and everything, you feel me? And my aunt, she she took me to the store, she got Buku Powerball tickets, and she came back and just gave everybody Powerball tickets, and I was one of them. I was like, okay, so this is my present, I'm with them those this year. All right, I feel you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it didn't win shit. Wait, wait. She I don't think it was Powerball, I think it was just like a lotto ticket. I think it was just like a little quick scratch off. So wait, 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 wait. What if you'd have hit on that bitch? She wore like part. Nah, I think somebody did hit. Somebody hit, but it wasn't for shit. Somebody hit for like a hundred or something like that. They just went cash it in. She was like, oh, okay, so okay, so it was a scratch off. It wasn't a powerball. Like, exactly. I'm thinking if you hit like the powerball, the lotto, like the big. Shit. I know she'd been like PC, bro. PC, fuck out of here. I yeah, I, I need a steak, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like break me off. Oh man, yeah, Christmas, Christmas was whatever. But I mean, I had a good time. I, I watched the Christmas movies, did the nog shit. My girl parents got me some shit. It was it was, it was straight, it was straight. I had, I had, a, I had a good lot of time, you know. But I ain't go see my people because like COVID and shit. We only went stop sure, at my sure. girl and them people house. I wasn't, I wasn't doing the whole thing. But I kind of like that about the holidays. I think Doom was right last time. Like we don't really like our families. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it, it was like bro, it was, I was actually nice to just because you know you get that time off of work and shit, and you just. Chill at the crib. You ain't got to worry about all that. Nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like once you, once the whole family get together, then you feel obligated to buy niggas gifts that you don't even really like. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it was, it was a cool Christmas this year. I fuck with it. I feel that 100%. Chris, what you was about to say? I just, I love seeing my family, but just not for a long period of time. Like I always feel like them holidays be stretched out. Like I go to my family house for Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas. I chill with them for like 10 hours and shit, 12 hours. But like after the first, second, third hour, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go it's back time home. To go. Yeah. Play my game, smoke some weed. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's time to get up out you. What y'all ate? Cause like I know niggas in, the, in Louisiana do it different. I did gumbo, man. They didn't do the whole Thanksgiving food shit again this round. 
Yeah, we we did. We had a little gumbo holiday, for me for sure. Chris, you went gumbo doom. You went uh normal shit. Yeah. What y'all cool. had? Y'all had the, the the turkey and the and the hams and shit. Yeah, we had the ham. No no turkey, bro. I can only do turkey for Thanksgiving and shit. But I feel like <laughs> he said that shit too dry to have it twice. <laughs> oh yeah, mac and cheese. You know the usual Bet. nice little holiday meal. Brooklyn, what y'all had? Y'all had uh, Louisiana food or y'all had Jamaican food? What y'all had, nigga? Well, I mean, I had Jamaican food on the holidays since 2018, but. I mean, I'm well, 2017, I don't know if you're doing it now, nigga. What, nigga? Hell no. I'm not cooking for all these white people. They'll be like, this jerk chicken <laughs> is too spicy. I can't. This ain't, I'm not in South Louisiana no more. They ain't Cajuns. These are rednecks, all right? <laughs> they palate not built like that. <laughs> this nigga They're in the conference spot like, I need the mild. Yeah, I need the mild, okay? Because last time I came in here, my mouth was on fire for a week. I was drinking milk for like 10 days, okay? These ain't the same kind of white people, bro, all right? I be letting them do their thing. It's casserole this, casserole that. Oh, no. I mean, man, just pass me the goddamn, pass me the damn chicken. Because I know you put that on the grill. I want that. I want nothing else. Because the white like boys, you... they can grill. But other than that, everything else is suspect, bro. I can't eat no casserole, nigga. I was eating straight pro bro. You should have seen my plate. Fried chicken, ribs. Uh, Look at you, just being the stereotype. The, the grilled chicken. Bro, I don't give a fuck, bro. I don't give a fuck. They wasn't about to send me to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm about to be the best like you, bro. 30 fucking minutes. Blowing they shit up. Mass destruction. All up in their bathroom, bro. And I wasn't going to the guest bathroom because everybody going to that. So you know I got to go in the master bathroom. Nigga, she just talking about shit. Uncle Christmas Day up. <laughs> Nigga, stupid, bro. Oh, shit. Bro, wait, real quick before we get started, because we're going to talk a whole lot of red and give away our, uh, our awards this year. Bro, let me tell y'all some fuck shit. So I went to the spa because my girl asked me for a massage, right? So I went to the spa. Boom, I go to the spa that I, I... I guess I went to the spa that I normally go to. So I go to the spa, I give them my name. And they say, wait, have you been here before? I was like, not that I know of. And it was like, well, you got two names under this account. Which one is for? Is it for insert ex-girlfriend name here? Or is it for insert other ex-girlfriend name here? I was like, it's neither of them. Oh, they was like, oh, look at you. You're just moving around. And I was like, they talking all loud in the massage place. All them yes. old women looking at me. I'm like, this is fucked. This is so fucked. Your girl was there? No, she was not. Oh, all right, all right. I was about to say, bro, them niggas no. dirty for that. They trying to set you up. something where they use your card or something like that? It's like when you put your name in and you and they give you, you give your information. And then, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, they, they had me in the computer. All that. They had Spicy. me in the computer and they had two X names in that. There's like, which one is for? I was like, it's for neither. Get out my damn business. That's Ooh, they was like, this boy moving. We see you, big dog. They was like, they trying to dap him up. They said, fuck COVID. No, bro, they, was, no they, they were not trying to dap me up. They were trying to play me. The black woman and that old white woman was trying to play me in front of everybody in that fucking stove. That shit was embarrassing. The guy was like, Look at oh, this man. <laughs> exactly. And then, the old, and then they had an old white man in there. He just looking. He just a laughing. He like, <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, fuck you too, nigga. <laughs> fuck all y'all. That shit, that shit have me, shit have me goo, uh, laughing my ass off. Another thing that I got real quick, have y'all, have y'all ever experienced the person that has their birthday right around Christmas and they expect double? Fuck yes. them, nigga. That's a, <laughs> my birthday is Christmas Eve, nigga. Oh, dude, I yo, my, my too. Whole life, my whole life, <laughs> you gotta get two gifts, my nigga. Dude. Two. 
Doom hollers that because I know that shit must be miserable. It's tough, my nigga. Especially <laughs> like like once I got the age to be like working on my own. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like me and my sister, we always gotta figure out what we're gonna get. And then the problem is, is like, what do you buy your mom? You know what right. I'm saying? Cause you gotta I come, come with that struggle every year. Too. <laughs> mm, this that's year we got a we got a phone and an echo dot. Mm, so, okay. Yeah, that's lit. Christmas is here. That's lit. My mama didn't want nothing. And I begged her. I was like, please let me get you something. She was like, no, I want a big party for my for my birthday. I was like, that, that's that's fucked. <laughs> now I gotta plan a fucking party. Like I, I could have went to the store and got you something like that, but like a party, nigga. See, but you you got a good this year. You can be like, hey, COVID, we got to keep this small, keep it tight. You know what I'm saying? True. You don't want to go too crazy. True, 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 true. And that's definitely how I'm going to play it off. But then I'm going to you. That's how you got to, bro. You got to play up that card. <laughs> bro, when COVID over, I'm going to be fucked. That's my excuse for everything. Oh, yeah, me too, dude. Me too. Every time my girl want to do something, I'm like, we can't really go hang out with these people because of COVID. Rona. <laughs> you shrunk your shoulders. The Rona. I'm like, I don't know where your friends have been. Like, I can't really hang out with them. There's corona. I've seen them outside, no mask. <laughs> yeah, I can't like, do it. Mm. I'm sorry, but like, you know, I don't even go see, and see, I hit them with this, because this is the truth. I don't really go see my friends. Like, me and my friends talk over Zoom. So like, if me and my friends are doing that, then like, we're not going to see your friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God bless COVID, bro. Got me out of a lot of shit I ain't want to fuck with. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's that's the fucking truth, bro. I got out a lot of shit this year. Like, ooh, don't think I can really come because of COVID. Like, somebody was like, yo, you gonna come to, like, our work party? Sorry, bro, COVID. Like, not really coming through. <laughs> oh, you got an event this weekend? Ugh, can't make it. COVID. Y'all are social distancing? No? Okay, sorry. Can't come. <laughs> Corona. Oh, shit. All right, Chris, let's get into it. Let's get why we brought you here. Not a lot of news. This is the holiday episode, but a big album dropped. We got our recap of the year coming up. We got, let me give you all the nominations. We got album of the year, rap album of the year, R&B album of the year, best rapper, hottest rapper, loser of the year, best come up, and then winner of the year. But before we get to that, Playboy Cardi dropped. Chris, what'd you think being the Playboy Cardi stand? Whole lot of red. Uh, I know me and Doom, we was in the group chat talking about this shit super heavy before it dropped, and I was fucking nervous. I was super nervous because I'm a, you know, I'm a Cardi fan. Some would even say I'm a Cardi stan, you feel me? Uh, I was, I, I'm big on uh, Dialit. I was big on Self-Titled, and definitely I'm a whole lot of Red Leaks person. So I've been on all the leaks for the past two, three years that we've been waiting on this album. So as soon as I heard, like, Kanye's executive producing it, we got the Cuddy feature, I'm getting more and more nervous because I did not fuck with Kanye's Yay EP, and I didn't fuck with the, the Jesus is King album. You feel Trash. me? So I'm like, Kanye going in a weird direction. I still fuck with Kanye. He hit, he still hit a lot. Like, I even like some songs on the Jesus is King, but I was like, don't Jesus is King my nigga Cardi. You feel me? Don't, <laughs> don't have my nigga Cardi out here fucking on these gospel beats, bro. I was like, Pierre is an essential for this album. We need Cardi on Cardi type shit. But uh, the only thing the only thing that really sound Kanye out was the second song. But I was I was I was pleasantly surprised by this album. I thought it was gonna go a specific direction, and it it went in Cardi's direction. It just uh he just upgraded his sound again. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't mad at it. So y'all fuck with this. Before I get to Doom, I'm gonna just I'm gonna give my deflecting point. This shit was not good, man. And for someone like Doom, who's been spitting on this podcast this whole year about content, content 
content. What this nigga talking about? You can go listen to these songs and this nigga say, suck on my bitch, suck on my bitch, suck on my bitch. And saying the same thing over and over. And the thing is, with his melodic shit, there's not even really melodic shit in this shit. It's just like a whole bunch of turn up mosh music that you can't turn up and mosh anywhere at. I'm not about to listen to this in my car. I'm not listening to this in my car. Where am I supposed to listen to this at? All right, I, I can accept that. Because it is mosh music. For sure, 100%, that's what it is. You know what I mean? But I look at it, and I, I hate to bring this up, so don't don't fixate on what I'm about to say. I probably but will. This is, this is what I meant when I was so critical on Uzi album. Because you, you look at Love is Rage 2, and then you look at EA, and to me, to me, and I know this is personal, I know Chris is going to be like, nigga cap. But I don't like this take think, either because I thought I EA was, was better than this. I think it was a big downgrade from Love Is Rage Two to Eternal Take because I'm I'm listening separately. You know what I mean? Like when I listen to a whole lot of Red, I didn't compare it to EA. I didn't compare it to any of yes, yeah, an individual thing, else yeah. doing his shit. So I looked at Dial It to a whole lot of Red. And there was drastic improvement. Like, I'm talking about a noticeable jump in sound. Like, sonically, everything fit. He had, like, especially with those kind of artists, you got to look at, like, what they do with each of their little bags that they in. So I feel like Cardi had the hype, my shit. And we know that that's what he do. Like, he one of them niggas. Like, this is shit you put in the club and niggas in the crowd just going nuts. He had that. And he executed well on that. But then when he surprised me, this is this is what made me say, like, all right, this is a complete album. He had a lot of melodic songs about relationships. Then um, what's what's the name of the song? Punk Monk? I think oh, that's oh, yeah, Punk, Punk Monk. Monk. Yeah, that's but, after control. That's 15. Yeah, he he actually like talking about some shit. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't expect that from Cardi. You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot of times in the album where I was like, this nigga surprising me. You know what I mean? And sonically, it sound good to me. Even though you're right. Like, lyrically, it's the same old Cardi. He very it's hard to get to... And see, y'all talking about the second half. It's hard to get to that second half through Rockstar made Go to the Moon, Stop Breathing, Bino, Jump Out the House, Metamorphosis. All that shit sounds oh, like... Now, see, that's... The, ooh, now, see, that's, that's, to me that's the, the Cardi bag I was hoping. Yeah. That's the, Y'all like the front half? Oh, my God. The see, second half is where it kind of got rocky. <laughs> But he had shit that saved the second half. Like, like control is a hit, bro. That's a hit. I'm, I'm sorry. Listen to this again. I'm gonna listen to this again. I gotta break it down a little further. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause, like, just I'm glad y'all brought up EA. I'm glad y'all brought up because Doom made a lot of great points about the transition from Dialit to to whole lot of red. Now, when I look at EA, right, and not comparing EA to Love Is Rage too, but when you look at EA. He gave us three different styles on the album. He gave us Baby Pluto. He gave us Renji. He gave us the Lil Uzi Vert bag. That's how he himself broke broke it down. So you get the first the first six tracks, which are probably my favorite tracks: the Baby Pluto, Low Main, Silly Watch, Pop, You Better Move, Homecoming. That's his hard, aggressive, like freestyle, no auto tune. He just rapping bag. You know what I'm saying? And then he gave us Renji, which was more melodic, super, super melodic. And then he gave us the Uzi bag, which was the more artsy kind of stuff. I like that because he showed you the, the most, like, you know what I'm saying, the diversity of his sound. And he batched all the songs that sounded together uh, in the same little thing. I feel like Cardi did something similar. Like, he was like, okay, 
I feel like Uzi got better songs than than Cardi on that out. Like I feel like Uzi has legitimate better songs than the Cardi song. Like, see, from Baby Pluto to Venetian to uh, Prices to then when you go into the fucking deluxe with Bean, uh, Yasersky, uh, Trap This Way, and then the shit with Dirk and Myron. That's just better songs than the fucking now, see, than whatever, the Cardi album. Whatever Cardi d- drops the deluxe, that's what time will tell how great this album is. Cause so, we really, so we really go determining if an album's deluxe. good based upon the deluxe now? No, no, no. no I'm, I'm letting you know off the like off the first album is great. Like I'm comparing the uh, Eternal Take without the deluxe to Whole Lot of Red with the deluxe. Oh, They're both okay, great okay, albums. Okay, I see what but you're saying. This is why, and you know me, I'm a Uzi. Like I'm an Eternal Take stand. Me and Doom have an argument about the Eternal Take once a week, nigga. Sometimes That's twice a week. Not healthy, because I'm just not having it. Every time Doom's he throw that EA slander out there, I'm like, ah, 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 hold up, hold up now. Not not the not the album of the year, but now I'm I'm kind of alternating oh alternating that to to Cardi because where I. Like I said, I love Baby Pluto, Low Man, Silly Watch, Pop, You Better Move. I love I'm Sorry, Celebration Station, Bigger Than Life. But to me, the album starts dying down when you get to Prices, Urgency, Venetia, Secure the Bag. I, that's not really my bag of Uzi. But whenever I listen to a whole lot of Red, literally every single song, the only song that I would say is a skip on this album is New Neon. And that's because I heard the song before the album. Like, that's one of those ones that, that's the only leak that made it onto the album. That was polished also, up. Also, can I ask... How can I like a Uzi album when I think Mario Judah did it better than him? You mean Cardi? Yeah, than a Cardi album. There's yeah. no such thing as Cardi do as, as Mario <laughs> Judah doing it better Judah, than Cardi, bro. Mario Judah whole lot of red was better than Cardi whole lot of red. That's big cap. Mario That's- Judah dropped three songs. <laughs> he dropped three songs. One of them, Bean and Lean, was definitely derivative of a Cardi leak. He had a he had a Bean and Lean like leak a while back, and it sounded just like that. The one thing I will say about Mario Judah, I definitely like that Bean and Lean song because he had that little alley that. Like, Mario Judah, he was doing more shit than just freestyling. Like, Mario Judah had them weird... He was experimenting with Cardi's sound more than Cardi has experimented with his sound. Ooh, which one you like point. more? Cardi or the Mario Judah shit? I, I like I like whole lot of red better. Okay. But, but the Judah shit was tough. That and, nigga and dropped three I'm not, songs. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie. I listened to whole lot of red. Like, as soon as I hit play on that motherfucker, the whole time I'm thinking, this better be better than Judah shit. It better be. You know what I mean? Because Judah did that shit as like a troll. Like, just like, let me make some bullshit in a week just to do this, whatever he was trying to do on social media. I don't know, media. they got a better Literally. song than Bitch. And it was uh, hard. The, the, oh, the no, bitch stop that, that, son. <laughs> I'm just First saying, of all, Chris, bitch, I, son, let me, let me just tell you like this. That is a troll album. That was like a <laughs> troll EP. He dropped three songs where he was doing Cardi's shit on purpose. To me, that remind me, and this is an extreme comparison, but it remind me of like when Weird Al Yankovic remake oh, your song. Chris, oh, no, come on, I swear bro. to God, son. I come swear on, to God. fam. That's this not that's not right. It that's is because at the right. same time, he gave me Cardi style, but it was watered down. This nigga, I don't, I don't think they don't, they don't like Cardi, and like I can understand how. You're not fucking with Cardi, but you're fucking with the, the great value Cardi. That shit is not better than anything Cardi has ever done. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is good. I'll give you that. I was jamming that shit because I didn't have no Cardi that week. Like, I, I didn't have nothing but Dialit and at me or at May or whatever. So I was jamming it. I'm like, this is not bad. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, doom. If this nigga don't go harder than Mario Judah, it's over for him because Mario Judah really emulated his sound better than a lot of Cardi Juniors that we've seen pop up over the past two, three years since a whole lot of, uh, since Dialit. Because they've had niggas, I'm not going to say no names, but they got niggas who popped out that have like, you know what I'm saying, ran off with Cardi sound and tried to like evolve it. And Mario Judah is the only nigga who actually 
when you hear that, you're like, is this Cardi for a second? You know what I'm saying? But the yeah. content, like for, for a true Cardi fan, you know what I'm saying? That's like me hearing like an Uzi knockoff, knowing that's an Uzi knockoff. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I go to Uzi for certain things. And when you take that personality out of it, you just get like a, a, a carbon copy of it. And the same thing with Mario Judah. Mario Judah did a whole lot of red and it was entertaining, but it wasn't why I go to Cardi. Like the, the reason why I go to Cardi is for that punk that attitude type shit. I know that's Mario Judah's whole bag, but he do it different. You know what I'm saying? Like Mario Judah's not I capable of making like a punk monk or like a, a, a stop breathing, you know what I'm saying? A jump out the house. He's very capable of doing like the melodic bag because he he did Bean and Lean. He did um like all his little, all the three songs on his little EP was all auto-tuned out, baby voiced out. He mastered the Cardi baby voice bag. But the thing about Whole Lot of Red that makes Whole Lot of Red great is that he didn't, go away from the baby voice, but he gave you more than that. Like the first five songs was no baby voice. It was straight screaming. To me, it reminds me more of like future because the aggression behind his voice, like the, the way he's yelling and like stretching his voice and his like, you get, you're hearing the scratches and creaks. It's really on some punk shit. But like he, he gave you, he gave us the baby voice toward the end. And that's why I really liked it. He gave us this new sound where he's like, look, I'm trying something different. I'm experimenting. Then he gave us the baby voice towards the end with songs like, you know what I'm saying? King Vamp, Sky, Place, Over. That's, and a few of those songs towards the end was produced by Pierre. So he was like, look, this is for y'all Die Lit fans. Y'all fuck with Die Lit, y'all gonna fuck with this bag. But the beginning bag was something completely different. Like Mario Judah couldn't even predicted that. You feel me? Like Mario Judah could only go off of what Die Lit sounded like. You know what I'm saying? I have a and question kinda... for the people that, before I get Brooklyn's take, what if what if you're not a Playboy Cardi fan? Because I feel like this album is just for his fans. Like what if you're trying to encapsulate new people I don't think he does that. I don't think like, he. Look at that, I don't think. But, I don't think his that, music is welcoming to new fans. That's that's why I disagree though. Because Chris will tell you, I hated Cardi before this project. Hated that nigga. Like I still. I t- I was telling him this before we started. I went back to Die Lit, and I still was like, Nah, this I can't do it. You know what I mean? Like it's not terrible music. It's just not for me. And I feel like what he did with Whole Lot of Red was he took the winning formula that he knew niggas loved on dial it. And he said, all right, how can I times 10 level this shit up? And he did that on a whole lot of red. Like it's something different. I was telling him like, it sound like, like he, he turned it into a high level movie type shit. And before it was just like a, like a YouTube short film. Like it was, it was, it was still a movie. It was <laughs> you good. niggas is wild, bro. Bro, nah, bro I saw niggas jokes on the timeline about that bro, shit. I'm asking if this is a concept you. album. I was like, no, it's not a fucking concept album, but it definitely had a theme. This shit is, is I, I liked it, bro. I, <laughs> I liked it. The theme. Like you can hear that vampire goth nigga theme in the whole album. <laughs> Brooklyn, you fucked with this album? Like I said, I listened to it one time through. I think Lynn's biggest issue with this album is the timing that it came out. Because me and Lynn, we seasonal niggas. Depending on the time of the year that the album come out, it puts you in a certain mood. And I know him, he, he a happy nigga right now. You know, him and his, his boot thing, they be doing their thing. And it's not the kind of music for him right now. This, this is not what he at right now. It's the same thing that we said when he, when he was too quick to judge the Kid Cudi album. Depending on where he at, his mind, yeah. he not ready. He not ready for it. And I, I, I think- see that. This he one is in the environment to, to This one not it. hitting, but I will say, I will say that weekend album after going back listening to it, I became a fan of that weekend album. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So you <laughs> wasn't fucking with the weekend album upon initial release? <laughs> I'm, look, I'm telling y'all, bro. He's not. What? <laughs> you didn't know That's this? One of the weekend's best bodies of work since the trilogy. Well, we're gonna yeah, talk about we, it when we, we get to we debated that. We, we did. Debated and that. I was yeah. I was a, but I was a big fan of the party album. 
Cause I yeah, he, with the party. Party that's, next that's, door? That's what he got. But he said that party shit was better than the weekend. I was capped. We we but then I but I took it back. I took it back. I, I took the it cap back. on this app. But that but that party album was hard. <laughs> but all right, y'all fucked with a whole lot of red. What y'all give that shit out of five, man? Let me get the fans' perspective. What y'all give that shit out Facts, of five? They dude? Perspective. Out of five. Hmm. Out of five. Oh, out of five? Yeah, I'm gonna go four out of five. And that's that's really good. That's really good. That is really good, I know. Fact. Chris, what you rating this? Please don't say no full point something. Ah, it's close to five, bro. It's, I, I'd say oh my five. So when you listen, like, you got to hear me out, all right? So I'm a, I'm a fan of Cardi. Like, I liked Self-Titled. Self-Titled has some misses on it. You feel me? I thought and that was his dropped, best work. He dropped Die Lit after that, and Die Lit was, like, Self-Titled times two. Like, he got he went crazier than, than Self-Titled with Die Lit. So I was expecting him to keep going up with a whole lot of red. He did. Like, literally, when I'm looking, the track list, I can't name one song that I don't like. At first, when I first like heard that, that Kanye feature, okay, I, I, that one is one that I I wasn't super impressed by. Shenanigans but I will trash. say, <laughs> I will say, Kanye actually. When I first heard his his verse, I was like cringe. I was not fucking with it at all. But going back on it, it's not a bad song. You feel me? It's just super short. I, the main thing I don't like about that song is that uh, Kanye went like it's a one minute and 59 second song and Kanye rapped for like one minute and 20 seconds and you get like 30 seconds of Cardi on his own song and they previewed the whole thing on the snippet like it was a short snippet but it's a short song like <laughs> you literally you don't get too much with go to the moon but that's one of them ones that's like it's just two minutes it doesn't overstay its welcome so it's not my favorite song on the album but they they got it out of the way real quick real early and it didn't really damage anything. To me, the Metamorphosis song with Cuddy was more damaging because that's like five minutes mm. of not going no fucking where. Like, the best part about that, that Metamorphosis song was Cuddy's Do you, you like that song, huh? verse. I, I didn't. Like, oh, you didn't. And, and that was the thing because when I, when I looked at the features and the track list, that was the one because I listened to it in order. I was like, I want to I wanna hear if the, the actual sequence, sequence of the yeah. album matter. So I listened to it in order. But I was waiting on that fucking Cuddy one. And I had to wait till damn near the end. And then when I got to it, I'm like, damn, this the one that Cuddy on? Like, fuck. <laughs> but it was it was all right. It wasn't that's, terrible. That's the thing. He held his own on the song. Like, when you listen to Metamorphosis, that's why I don't consider it a skip necessarily. Because I really do love the beat. I really do love Cuddy's ad-libs blending into the beat. I love Cardi rapping over Cuddy's ad-libs on the beat. Like, the humming, you know what I'm saying? I love the hook, the Metamorphosis. I like that part. The, the weakest parts of the song to me is whenever this nigga like, can't nobody tell me shit. Like, that's the, he did that way too much. Like, he did that way too much. Then when Cuddy Verse come on, Cuddy Verse is solid enough to get through the song, but it's not my favorite song, but to me, it's still not a skip. Like, when I look at this whole album, like, just like I was saying about Eternal Take, I skip Urgency with Sid, I skip Bust Me, I skip Futsal Shuffle, That Way, P2, Cheap Imitation Version of EXO Tour Life. But with this one, I can't see one song that I'm skipping. Like, Maybe New Neon, but if I if I went into this album without hearing New, New Neon before, I wouldn't have skipped it. Like, to me, coming from a whole lot, not a whole lot of red, a Die Lit stand, listening to that, even Die Lit had a couple songs I'm not a fan of. Like, his ratio of hits to misses on this album is immaculate. And this is me coming from, like, I wasn't taking no Die Lit slander. And Die Lit has songs on there that I'm not listening to at all. You feel me? This is one of them that, like, this man really took his his old style that was already a W and turned it into a W again and made it a more polished W. Like when I say 
He's never gotten personal on songs before. He's gotten personal on songs like Punk Monk talking about shit that happened in his real life. He's talking about like Hadoom said, he has relationship songs on here. He's never really had relationship cuts outside of a song called Mileage with Chief Keith talking about how he don't, he don't care. He'll fuck a girl if she fucked a lot of dudes or not, which is not really personal. It's just like a, it was like a catchy <laughs> song at the time. But yeah. this one, you really see Cuddy. And this is why I think Doom really likes it. Cause, and, and not to speak for you, Doom, I, I, you know what I'm saying? You can say whatever you want to afterwards, but I feel like you, one of them people, we had that conversation about Eternal Take, how you said Love is Rage 2 was great, then Eternal Take didn't reach those standards. This is Cardi, and he gave you his signature Cardi shit, but he just decided to up it. Like, he definitely let you know yeah. he was putting in that effort to make it better than his last project. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. That's really it. Like, like for Lynn, like, take, take, look at somebody like, like if we watching basketball or some shit and you look at BR and how he ele- elevated his game last season, you, you respect that leap that he took from like Lakers, Brandon Ingram to New Orleans. Brandon. So you respect the, you, but, you respect the elevation. Right. And, okay. and you're not necessarily comparing his elevated version to like a LeBron or a Giannis. You just looking at like, damn, he was, he was LA BI last year. He was year, good for that, what he was. Yeah, in that okay. one year, the leap that he made, that deserve a lot of respect. You know what I'm saying? All right, I feel that's a good way to put it, dude. Cause I'm I'm sitting over here like, man, I don't fuck with this album at all. I fuck with it, bro. but I feel and, that. And I, and I fuck that's with why it I fuck in a way with Meek where... Mill last album. Now that's a good point, cause I think that was Meek's best album. That's a yeah. good point because the elevation and just the growth in that. Because to me, Meek was stagnant before that. All his albums sounded the same. And I hated him because I'm like, bro, you, you're a good artist, but you're not showing why. Like, you're just showing the same <laughs> shit. Like, you blew up with House Party, and then it's 2017, and you're still dropping House Party type shit. Like, nigga, evolve a little bit. And he dropped that last album. It had, like, Hove on it and Ross. And you could tell he was at least making that attempt. And I, it turned me to a Meek Mill fan from a Meek Mill hater. And this one, All being right. a Cardi fan, I've literally seen every album. And I, I, you could literally see the growth if you're looking for it as far as from a fan standpoint, like if you love Die Lit, you're gonna love love whole lot of red. I got I gotta give it a four point five, maybe four point six. You know what I'm saying? All right, respect. I'm gonna give it another listen. I'm gonna give it another listen and see. But for y'all to say album of the year, crazy. It's like cool. go yeah, back I don't know about Punk Monk, it's definitely a candidate. I'll say I, that. All right, all right. Well, speaking of that, let's get to the awards, man. Let's get to the awards. Let's start off with let's start off with R and B album of the year. Let's start off with something easy. R&B <laughs> album of the year. Chris, if you don't have one for this, this is cool. I didn't expect you to come on here with one of these. This is this is for me. If you, if you don't have one, it's okay. I'm not Do mad at you. Do we count? Or is that pop? That's what I was going to ask y'all before we started this. Do we count the weekend? If we do, if we do then that might change my answer. If we don't, then I know where I'm going to put him. I, I would. You count it? Just okay. because it, it sounds pop, but it's not like that club trance type pop where he was at with like right. Kissland and shit. So, so Brooklyn, you counted too? He had R&B too. I was going to say that. I was like, he, the, the amount of R&B songs that gave you that R&B vibe on this album was probably the most that he's had in a while because he was kind of drifting. Shit. But why he had been drifting to the pop shit. But like, and that makes this Bruno. difficult. That makes this difficult if we count it. Because I, I was planning on not I counting it. I know where he's going. I was planning on not counting it, and I was going to go with him, too. But all right, dude, what you got? R&B album of the year. If you got any nominations that you want to say, any any people you want to shout out, but if not, you can give us your women. I don't even need to say it, but I will anyway. Brent Fires, fuck the I world, knew it. man. Yeah. I, 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 album of the year, my nigga. Easy. I'm not mad at that. 
I'm not mad at that because that was one of my choices as well. All right, Crystal, what you got? All right, so it's either out of After Hours because with songs like Snow Child and shit like that, that's not pop uh, at all. That's like, <laughs> like he was really singing on that bitch and it was like slow Facts. ballad. Yes, so he was. I, I'm giving it to the weekend all day, but the only contenders, I will say Brent Fiaz was a good contender. I will say, I'm not gonna troll and say Uzi is a contender because that wasn't no R&B album. Oh, I just wanted fair. to troll real quick. <laughs> I just wanted to troll and say like, I'm sorry, you never heard I'm sorry by Uzi? But no, son, the only album that I will say because I will give Brent Fiaz a shout out. Like he's, for me, he's an honorable mention. I really enjoyed that album, but it's either after hours, but if it's not after hours, I'd have to give it to Thundercat because Thundercat made an amazing, amazing album. Oh, yeah. That's that's my my, like right under the weekend for me. All right, well, I'm gonna go to Brooklyn before I give mine, but I'm glad you said that. You took one of my takes that was coming. All right, Brooklyn, (laughs) what you giving the award to and what you giving some noms if you got any noms? Uh, The noms definitely for Thundercat because like we were saying earlier, bro, I was bumping that shit all summer, so I was like... That album is amazing. That shit was fire, bro. But now that I thought about it, I'm definitely giving it to After Hours. Now that I'm thinking about it. Because I wasn't considering it R&B. I'm glad that y'all was going to consider it, too. I didn't think they were. I didn't think they were either. Because I I had it at another spot when I was... Because I had to give The Weeknd some love, but I didn't think they were. Right. All right, well, yeah, I'm nominating Brent. Brent has to get a nom, honorable mention, because Brent shit was amazing. Brent was going to be my winner before y'all told me what y'all told me. Uh, Thundercat got to nominate it is what it is. That Dragon Ball do-rag shit is fucking Ooh. amazing. You just driving your car. That's what I'm looking for, nigga. Not no whole lot of red, nigga. Give me something like that. He was going there. Give me something like that, nigga. There. Give me some smooth shit, nigga. Something I can, something I can vibe with. I want to shout out Kiana Lede Kiki. Her shit was hard as fuck. Also, want to shout out my guy Xavier Omar. His shit was hard as fuck. Uh, the If You Feel joint. He just dropped that like a couple, like a month or two ago. That shit was hard. But I got to go to After Hours, man. After Hours was fucking special. And the reason, even more so while I'm going with After Hours is because I didn't like After Hours at first. I didn't. And I was like, what's the weekend doing? I didn't get it. But then as I slowly just like kept going back, kept listening to it from too late to heartless, it, that's just a you don't touch it. You just let it play. Snow child, hardest to love, escape from LA. Then you get off a of heartless because that's the pop shit. Faith, amazing. And then you get to after hours, save your tears, and repeat after me. Nigga, that shit is beautiful. This is the first weekend album I liked a lot since. And I and funny enough, last year me and Doom had the uh EP. We was only some of the only people fucking with that EP, but because that EP was amazing. The fucking, and I, it still may be the weekend's best project. Oh, the, the uh, fucking uh, Selena Gomez EP. No, not the Selena Garbage. Go- Wait, which way you no, nigga? Ass. Which way you, t- you talking about, my dear Melancholy? About, um, yes. Oh, my you God. That, that was ass. ass. That nigga's that terrific, hard, bro. Man. One Listen. good song, bro. One. What's wrong with this nigga? Thank you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. What's wrong with this nigga, Chris, man? I was so glad this album did not sound like that. Like, that shit was boring to me, son. Like, I heard it on Selena Gomez. Wasted times. I was never there. Hurt you? Nah, nigga. I don't remember them songs. That shit is so forgettable to me. I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go back to it and give it a second try. Because I'm a weekend fan. Thank you, dude. That shit was fucking amazing. I got a question for y'all before we move on from the R&B thing. Would y'all consider they star an R&B album? Oh, <laughs> look, I know Chris is hot over there. I'm not even saying I'm, shit I'm about that. I'm not going to consider it Doom, but I think if we was given Best Hybrid, it'd have to be nominated. He definitely had some yeah, R&B flavor on there, like nothing. Because that, cause that Lose You joint... Hybrid is a good, is a good word bro, to call that, it. That Lose You joint... <laughs> Bro, I'm saying jokes on me when I did. Yeah, that's what it is. Jokes. Rap. Yeah, that's what it is. Not lose you. Bro, jokes on me. 
That's what it that is. jokes on me was my highest stream song of 2020. It was Whenever it's Spotify amazing. Spotify did the rap. That hey bro, that nigga that is a fool, bro. Mm-hmm. A fool, my nigga. Jokes on me is phenomenal. That jokes on me was an R&B song. I don't give a fuck. If if we doing best hybrid, it's tough for him to win. Because we got to remember Dark Takes Demo came out this year, and that shit was hard. Dark Takes Demo was hard. I still like Daystar better than that, though. I would still roll with Daystar. And I know, I know Drake, you boy, but dark tape, uh, like Daystar with dark tape. Daystar was a hell of a Chicago freestyle. Uh, the, 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 the song cry remix. Desires? Hey, and I, I love that shit. I loved it. But Daystar, especially for the fact that throughout the whole album, he was talking about some real shit. And everybody... No, he was not. That nigga was a cloud chasing. I knew it. That was a cloud album. I knew Chris could hold it in no more. He was was talking about some real shit. (laughs) This nigga was talking about how, hey, I'm not going to say too much on the album because I still got an open case. Then the week after the album, this nigga get on Instagram Live and say everything. It's like, you could have put that on the album, nigga. (laughs) Why you didn't put that shit on the album? I'm listening to the album hoping to hear something. I got to throw my nigga some bell, though. If, If you was in that situation... You would want the world to know, hey, I ain't do that shit. If I was in that situation, I would not have shot Megan Stallion in the foot, first of all. Knew, second of all, I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that. If I didn't, like, if I didn't shoot that bitch in the foot, what I would do was I would come out and then put out the statements, but he was quiet as fuck. Your first statement should not have been with an album, because to me, that says, pay me. Y'all want to hear the story? Come to the album, baby. I like it. I don't care exactly if it's a true it story or not. I, like, like I don't care it. if it's a true I story or not. You got to come back to the album and give me that <laughs> I money, love baby. It. This I might love be the last it, album of my career, so, Dude, like, y'all better sneak. run the numbers up. Exactly, my nigga. If, if I'm thinking, like, up. Yo, yo, my, if, I, if I go do this juice for however long, my kid got to eat somehow, nigga. You want? But why would you be side? doing a jokes if you didn't do nothing? There should be sufficient evidence that, to keep you out of jail. We, we you shouldn't have to drop this works. album. You know what I'm know saying? Like, you shouldn't works. have to do that. <laughs> to me, <laughs> the only reason he ain't jokesing right now is because Meg Black. If that would have been Kylie, <laughs> that nigga would have been locked the fuck up. <laughs> Y'all even did no investigation. They'd have been like, yeah, she shot in the foot. Kylie, it didn't matter who he was. <laughs> yeah, it was over. He was been, he'd been deported. But all right, right. Word, so Doom got Brent Fires, me, Chris A, and Brooklyn all have the weekend. <laughs> Nobody gonna say. I thought you was gonna say party. I thought you. I thought no, I wasn't. I wasn't to gonna party. give it. I wasn't gonna. He couldn't win it, but he could get a nom. Like I. But I just thought the other people's album was like when I heard Thundercat album. I was like that was just party was just like a moment. His shit didn't like his shit's replay value wasn't there. Like his shit was good on first listen, second listen. Right. But like as the months went on, like I kept finding myself going back to the weekend Thundercat, Xavier Omar, and Brent Fires. So yeah. that that's why I didn't mention him. So, but he his shit was straight. The vision shit was straight too. The vision should get a, a shout out and shout out to my girl. Um, uh, fucking hold on. Let me get my phone, man, because I gotta give a shout out to someone else. Now that you got me thinking this shit, fucking uh, the Tima show, man. Tima, shout out to Tima Underground Owners. The Tima tape that was a real good R and B project as well. So shout out to Tima. But uh, who y'all got for uh, R and B artist of the year? Y'all got the weekend? Oh yeah, I, I think I'm gonna give it to Brent for this one. I think, I think I'm gonna give it to Brent for this one, even though the weekend won the album. I think I'm R&B going artist. Brent RB artist of the year. I think I'm going with Brent. Yeah, I was I was trying not to say Brent because I know I sound biased, but man, he he really on the tear, bro. Like, I yeah, really he been killed, like his he, year was great. Yeah. His his year was great. Like with the album, man. then he dropped that random that random snipe song that was just in there and I fucked yeah. with him. He had a good year. 
and he he went from like a nobody to a household name. That's a fact. Rookie of the year. Yeah, he had a big year this year. He definitely did. That's a fact. So, Chris, doing going with Brent. I'm going with Brent. Chris, who you going with? Brent or Weekend? I'm going Brent for sure. Brent, because the Weekend did what the Weekend's supposed to do. Brent yeah. came out of nowhere, like Doom said. This he really no, su- no summer, no summer walk of love, man. No summer walk of love. Fuck no, ain't no fucking nah. summer walk. Most of her momentum was last summer. year, though. I mean, most <laughs> of her momentum. Yeah, Doom, I love summer too. I'm with you, dude. Brooklyn, who you got, Brent or Weekend with this one? No, yeah, I'm going Brent because like Summer's big, her biggest momentum came in 2019, and the fact, like uh, my dog Chris has said, the weekend just did what the weekend we, we expected him to do. What he's supposed so, like, to do, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a fact. All right, bet, bet. Yeah, see, I knew R&B was gonna be easy. Did, all right, what her you got? Dropped no album this year, huh? Her dropped oh, album last year. Her, her dropped just like a, a single or like some like some tiny three song EP, something like that. See, I, I, I think it was summer. like a little EP. Yeah. Ooh, you got her over summer. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. I got summer oh, over they... her. I got some over her. Got oh, to summer Walker. I'm a summer Walker fan, bro. I'm gonna I'm, go back. I, I'm gonna go back and check them out. I, and then I got what's her name? I got Snow Allegra over over uh, her too. Snow. I like Snow, but Snow a different bag. Like uh, snow when you on your your grown yeah snow is fine snow is hard bro snow is tough on that but I never really put, peeped out I put snow like a new age um fuck why why I just blanked on her name bro uh Sade mm, she like a oh, new shit. age like she got yeah, that, that she kind of is you know what I'm saying like she, she, when she, you she, listen she, to Snow Allegra it's time it's it's time to get down to business <laughs> like that's yeah, what time sure. it is for it's sure. definitely time. All right, but word. Let's see where we're going. We're not going to go to rap album of the year yet. Let's do hottest rapper of the year. Now, there's a difference between hottest and best. Best means like you putting out that lyrical fire, like you're the best rapper alive. Hottest, you the nigga that's that's flaming up the streets this year, nigga. You flaming up the streets. So, all right, Doom, I'm going to start with you on this one. I'm going to start with you, Doom. Hottest rapper. As much as it's gonna pain me to admit this, oh, we talking hottest. We talking hottest. I have to give it to Lil Uzi Vert, man. He he really is the hottest in the street. So we got Uzi over Baby, and I'm talking Lil Baby for sure. He hotter than Lil Baby and the Baby. Lil Baby had a big year this year. He did, he did. But as far as hotness, like, cause you look at Lil Baby and Lil Baby, it, it take a lot of. As far as mainstream success, because we know the streets fuck with Lil Baby no matter what. But as far as mainstream success, it take a lot of promo. It take a lot of label budget. Uzi just come out the butts with nothing, and that bitch sell 300K. Like, that is insane, bro. That's like, true. Just, just put in perspective, Kid Cudi did 150. And that's, to me, he like a legendary act. Kid Cudi did 150. Fucking That's Uzi true. did 300, my nigga, when this nobody is, knew it was coming. This is kind of a numbers award, so I'm not mad at that. All right, so Doom got Uzi. I'm going to go to Brooklyn before I go to Chris, because I know who Chris is going to say. Brooklyn, who you got? Oh, they bugging, bro. This nigga little Baby just got a signed deal with Magnum, nigga? Magnum? And, I know y'all see the article I just put, nigga. Magnum, nigga? Come on, Magnum's the Baby had a big year. I've never seen somebody get a Magnum deal, nigga. Name somebody else, bro. Y'all watch. And he got a shoe deal this year, too. Baby had a big year. Baby had a Adams, big year. Rappers get shoe deals, but condom deals? Come on, bro. That's after his sex of. scandal, too. That's the big thing, too. After his sex Wild. Scandal. Yeah. Well, I'm not mad at you, After the scandal, nigga got the condom deal. That's crazy. That's a fact. Come That's on, a man. fact. 
So Brooklyn got baby, they little baby. I mean, you oh, look, you gotta get the him. condom deal after that. You fucking buku porn stars and shit. It's like, nigga, <laughs> the next thing to do is get the, the condom cosign. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots at Tory. That's fucked up. Oh, all right, Crystal. You got you. You got your your son, Ucifer, whatever that nigga name is. I I got some. I got some honorable mentions. You feel me? Because okay. two of the hottest niggas of the year are dead right now. You know what I'm saying? I gotta mm. give them the honorable mentions because they pop smoke one hundred percent. Pop smoke and Juice World. Like pop smoke turned me to a fan this year. Like I was I was not a fan of that. I'm a thought. Get me lit shit. I was not a fan of none of his welcome to the party. Dior, Ooh, the Dior. album drop. Oh. The album really put it into perspective. Ooh. I, but I can lie that fucking album I was like damn son we lost him too soon because he didn't even really get to show the world what he could do like he gave the world two singles and it died before the album dropped and I'm sitting there like damn bro he low-key had a lot of talent like just to say he put together all that shit and that wasn't even didn't have a deluxe too like dude dropped a lot of songs before he passed so I gotta give him that Juice World album uh, Legends Never Die was hella impactful this year like you can't turn on 107.9 without hearing that song I can't breathe you know what I'm saying but I got to give it to them. I got to give Meg Thee Stallion a nod because she was hot this year, regardless she of this. Like, I think she was, she was hot, especially in the female world. It's not really my bag of music. I was expecting to be wild by her last album or her debut album, but I was more wild by the Sugar EP or whatever it was before this one. Yeah, right. She's, she's an honorable mention to me. And one more or two more honorable mentions for me, I would definitely say, or three, I definitely say Young Boy because Young Boy is always hot. Young Boy had a big hot. year. He did. He's the hottest Dude. in the streets. Like this nigga dropped like three albums and all of them were successful. Sixteen, uh, sixteen-year-olds love him. That's a fact. Yeah, facts, <laughs> facts. And you and Walmart thugging. They running his numbers up on YouTube too. So I That's give him that. Fact. And then uh, Lil Baby is another one of mine. Thank you. I feel like Uzi. And we talking strictly hottest, hottest. Hottest, hottest, yeah. Bro, because, like, Lil Baby was good. The Baby was good. But the Baby had a better 2019 than 2020. Yeah, I'm not yeah, giving it to the Baby. I'd maybe even say Future, because Future's album was great. His, both of the albums he dropped this year were great. He had a bunch of good singles as far as Life is Good with Drake. Uh, Future kind of came back this year, because he wasn't really hitting That's, last year like he was this year. But Uzi... That is true. It's undeniable. He the only nigga hit 300,000 first week sales. And then backdoor and do another couple hundred thousand Where for the uh, deluxe take? edition. You feel <laughs> oh, me? Oh, no, so, no, he didn't take it. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with Chris on nominating Meg because that's up my head. I'm nominating Meg. I'm nominating Big Lotto, a.k.a. Mulatto. She had a big year this year. She came she up. Did. Shout she out did. to Big Lotto, man. I fuck with her. She fire, so I'm giving her a, a nom. Uh, I'm nominating... Um, who else I wanted to nom that had a big year this year? Hottest in the game. I'm nominating Griselda, man. Griselda had a big year. I'm nominating Benny the Butcher. I'm nominating Conway, and I'm nominating West Side Gun. Them niggas 38 years old and putting out music like they 28, so them niggas killing it. I got to give Griselda a nod. They had a big year this year. I also, all right, this is this is where I'm going with it that's different, that's going to give my answer. I'm nominating Lil Baby, even though I was hype on the baby thing. I got to give it to Uzi, hottest rapper of the year, not just for eternal to take, but to double back and put out Baby Pluto X Pluto, the shit with Future, that shit yeah. was hard. That's why I'm giving it to Uzi. <laughs> to, to double back and do 150 with him plus the 350 on your own shit, like, your side album did more than Kid Cudi. So that's, that's huge that's in my Cuddy. opinion. Like yeah, Cuddy Cuddy. that's a fact. That is a fact. So that's why I'm going with Uzi. But big year for a lot of rappers. And, and shout out to the female rappers out there. Y'all was killing it, too. I got to give one more honorable mention because no, nobody said his name, but I don't want to leave out here without at least giving him that nod because he had a good year. 
and it, this might be surprising because I'm not this nigga biggest fan, but Lil Dirk. Lil Dirk had a good Oh, you right. Year. Lil, Lil Dirk, Dirk had a big year. The, That's a fact. This is probably the Definitely. best year of his career. Like, Lil Dirk is actually year. a nomination for the winners of 2020. Lil Dirk is one of my nominees. Really? For win- yeah, because he had a big year. To be in that Drake song and to do everything he did and lose his friend, plus come up, big year for Lil Dirk. Big, big year, so... You know, it's the but, only album, like the album he dropped this year. I forget what it's called. Um, not the voice. I want to say it was before the voice, but this is the first little Dirk album I actually stomached the whole way through and was like, this is a good album. Before I was just like, Dirk not really cutting it for me. He got like a couple good songs, but he he actually gave us a good well-rounded album this year and he did good features and shit. Also want to nominate Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow had a big year this oh, year too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> why, why? I forgot. I got to nominate forgot. Jack, man. I forgot, bro. That's a fact. Jack had a big year this. Chris, I don't want to see that face, bro. Why you I'm, not, I'm, 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 hey, I'm being quiet. <laughs> I'm hey, being quiet. And and he he didn't he didn't do enough for me to say hottest of the year, but that album come surprised up. the fuck out. That of album is good. That's a good album, my nigga. That's a good album. That is a yeah. He's definitely up for rookie of the year, Chris. That's a great point. All right, word hottest of the year, hottest rapper. Right, let's get the best rapper of the year. All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this one. Fuck, I'm gonna start this one. It's gotta be Gangsta Gibbs, best rapper of the year. Gotta be Freddie Gibbs with the amount of lyricism he put out this year. Alfredo, best rap album of the year candidate, and just the way this nigga Freddie Gibbs was rapping this year. Nobody could touch that nigga. That nigga was killing it. The only niggas that's coming close is the Griselda niggas in terms of best rapper. So I'm I'm gonna go to uh let's see, let's see. I'm, I'm gonna go to Doom, Doom. I'm gonna go to you. Who you got? Best rapper to you. I got Freddie Gibbs, but of course I'm nominating Griselda. I'm gonna nominate Royce. And uh I'm gonna nominate actually Smoke Dizza. Smoke Dizza had a good year this year. And Larry June. Yeah. As far as like rap rap, I say. There was two albums I enjoyed this year, and that was the Benny album and the Rice album. And I, I liked the Nas album, but it wasn't... And, and we just talking about rappers, so I guess... Yeah, we just talking about best rappers. Nas in there, but I'm going to go with Royce. Mm. Just because he, he surprised me, and that album was like... Allegory really, was hard. Yeah. Really fucking good. You know yes, what I'm it saying? was. That shocked me, because I never was really a huge Royce fan prior to that. So I'm going to go with Royce. I feel you. I feel you. All right, Brooklyn, who you got? Best rapper of the year. For sure, I got I to gotta give that nod to, uh, to Royce because I ain't going to lie, bro. When I was in high school, he used to be that nigga that it was like way too goddamn intellectual to stomach. But now that I'm older, I can see it in a different light. And I'm like, damn, I've been sleeping on this nigga way too damn long. But um, I think I'm going with Benny. Ooh, you going with Benny? Yeah, with Benny, yeah. Benny had a big year, man. Benny had a real big year with the plugs I met. And then he dropped the burden of proof. Them, them Griselda niggas killing it. If I, if I had to pick someone from Griselda, I'm going Conway over Benny. But that's just me. But I'm still giving it to Freddie Gibbs. That's the one I got. Chris, who you got best rapper of the year? Who you got? Nobody going to say JLA? You know what I'm saying? I'm no. Not, I'm, not, I'm not saying no. JLA. <laughs> I, just, I just had to fuck with y'all real quick. Y'all lyrical, lyrical ass niggas been waiting on JLA to drop for your whole life. That shit was Since my whole life, bro. Waiting on this nigga life, my nigga. <laughs> that shit did not deliver. That no, was a Jay-Z album, all. nigga. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but you know me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know me. The lyrical, not everybody could understand the lyrical intricacies of I turned to a savage, I bought me a paddock, I bought my little baby one, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to oh keep Uzi, gosh. I'm going to keep Uzi name out of this <laughs> conversation, you know what I'm saying? But um, 
to be honest with you, as far as rap, like rap, rap, y'all know that's not really my bag. Yeah, I, I definitely fuck with uh, Gangster Gibbs album probably more than anything else. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with Benny album, but like Gibbs had that sound for me. And Nas, surprisingly, like I actually came away from Nas album. I put that shit on expecting to joke off that shit. Like, look at this 50 year old nigga trying to be Jay Z. Hit but boy did that, album bro. Was great. Like his album was really, really good. Not only for the features either, like the beats, the features, and like Nas held his own. I'm surprised to see Nas do this well in 2020, you feel me? So I, I'll say either him, and I, I don't want to say no trap rappers on here, but like to act like Lil Baby is not a, a, a trap version of uh, Benny the Butcher, you know what I'm saying? They got the same content, just different deliveries for me. Mm, I feel okay. like the, the Baby really surprised me this year. Like when he dropped, uh, what's that song? Um, The Bigger Picture? Yeah, that was a good, that was a good moment for him. It wasn't like super lyrical as far as the wordplay goes, but his lyrics, like when you dig into his lyrics on his app and just the the singles he dropped this year like he's definitely turning like i feel like 2021 trap niggas can't have the oh i make trap music as an excuse not to be lyrical because little baby is showing that you could do both so i definitely yeah. gotta that's where my nod's going to because in my world of like the trap rapper he's the best lyricist in the game i'm not mad at you giving that to little baby i'm not mad at that at all that's a great nom and i feel like you said somebody else that i want oh but they the night show was because of hit boy and that that goes to best producers I got I to gotta nominate Hit Boy and Alchemist best producers this year, man. Hit Boy and Alchemist had big years. Got to oh. give it to them. And I got, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to give Hit Boy the dub because Hit Boy had just a killer year when you go from Alchem, when you go from uh, Freddie Gibbs to Nas to Big Sean. Hit Boy had a big year this year. Big Sean I'm, album was pretty good too, but it wasn't big enough to be like Big Sean hip hop of the year. But it was really a good, I feel like people slept on that shit. It had some gems on there. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It was thing on there. Who you got as best producer, Chris? Because I know you got a lot of different takes for this. Before we get off of the rapper, you want you know who I want to get uh give a big big nod to? Cause it's not a, a rapper specifically; it's a group. But uh, Spillage Village, bro, like Spillage Village with mm. Jid, Earth Gang, and um, I forget who last. Isn't it just Jid and Earth Gang, or is it Shmino? I think, it, I think it's Jid, Earth Gang, and Shmino. Bro, like them boys had a good year. Like I watched the Tiny Desk concert uh not too long ago. And I peeped the album out. When I first peeped the album out, it, it hit like a Christian album to me. So I was like, this is not really my bag. But it was low-key meta metaphorical. Like it was low-key deeper than what I thought it was. Like when I watched them performing on the Tiny Desk concert, I had to go back to the album. And as far as content albums, you could say it was like it wasn't just a rap album because Homeboy from uh matter of fact, both of the dudes and uh, both of the dudes from Earth Gang and Jade can really sing too, they're vocalists. But the bars, like these motherfuckers be rapping their asses off. And I gotta give, I gotta give them their props because them boys go hard. They definitely do. That's a good. That's a good point. I want to come to you for producers because I know you got a different array of producers than some of us. So who you think is one of the best producers this year? I'm just, I'm just super biased. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm biased as fuck when it comes to my producers. Being that trap heavy production, I gotta say Pierre because Pierre had a great year to me. His two, he's 2019 was probably better than his 2020, but he still showed his ass all 2021. So I gotta say, I definitely gotta say Pierre. That's why I want to come to you. Doom, you got any? I don't know, man. It's it's tough. Producers. Let me let me think on that. Let's, yeah, let's think go. on that because I because I went off the fly of that because I just you know, want to give you know people some love. You know who else I want to throw out there? Hmm. Kenny Beats. Kenny Beats For definitely sure. had a big year in terms of like in terms of like using his Twitch to like mobilize his name and like get himself out there. Kenny Beats had a big year. Honestly, everywhere. Tim Timbaland copied his Twitch format. So like Kenny Beats definitely had a big, big year. Gotta shout him out. That's a fact. All right, let's get to rap album of the year. Uh, I'll start with Brooklyn this time. Brooklyn, what you got for rap album of the year? All right, before before I, I go 
honorable mentions first. Um, because I'm gonna be mad at myself if I don't say this. Y'all gonna be y'all gonna think I'm one of these 16 year old niggas, but I really fucked with that Rod Wave album. That Rod Wave album was nice. I'm just gonna put that out there before we get anywhere. He, he can't be, you know, considered like a rookie type shit because, you know, 2019 is really when he took off or whatever. But uh, he, he really did that thing. Um, also, I really fucked with that Amine album. I'm just going to say that for right now. Fire. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going rap album of the year, though. I'm going St. John. St. John. Oh, nice. Rap album of the year, St. John. Okay, didn't expect that one. I dig it. All right, St. John had a great album. I know Doom is happy to hear that. I know Doom is over there yeah, like... I, I didn't know we was throwing him in the rap convo, but I, I'll take that. I'll accept it. I'll accept it, because he's not yeah. R&B. I, I, I kind of he is. He's, he's a mixture. He's like hybrid to me. They got yeah, him he, under rap. He like He's super genre bending. But I, I like it. I'll I accept like it. it. I'll accept that. All right, I'm not mad at that. Doom, give me what you got, noms and everything. For album of the year? No, this is just rap album of the year. Rap rap album. All right. Oh, fuck, man. Whew, this is tough. I'm, I'm looking through, through a list right now. I'm just... Man. I got a nom, little baby. My turn. Facts. That was a good, good album. Ooh, fuck, that's that's tough, bro. I'm a nom top, cause niggas niggas not gonna give him his prop, but I'm I'm a nom top. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go with top. I'm gonna go with top album of the year, rap album of the year. Top. Oh, the burden of proof. Top, young boy. Oh, you going with young? Oh, this nigga going NBA young boy. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm go with top, man. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. All right, real. Put some respect on little top name, nigga. <laughs> I was so confused who this nigga was talking about. Okay, bet. Bet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said little top. Okay, Crystal, what you got? Rap album of the year. I already know where you going with this. <laughs> honestly, if it's not my turn, my little baby, that's honestly my number one if we're going with rap, rap album. But um, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon, pop smoke. Definitely a great rap album this year. Uh, Savage, Savage Mode 2. That's probably one of my favorites. Savage I didn't really Mode like was pretty good. every single song, but it's a, a whole album. Like, thematically, the album was incredible. Like, he he, he definitely did what he's supposed to do with that one. Um, I, I wanted to say The Baby. Like, I'm not The Baby, Lil Baby. Like, honestly, he had baby one of my the best turn. album albums, like rap albums. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing nothing. I, I wanted to say Funeral by Wayne. But the baby is shitting on that, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my turn. But funeral is definitely my honorable mention because this nigga had good songs for like a. I, I like uh, funeral better than Carter Five. I'm just gonna throw that out there. This nigga like wild. Wayne did good with that one for me. Okay, okay, didn't expect to hear. Yeah, Wayne. he did. I ain't gonna lie, bro. On this, on he had some pop. heat. Like I don't sleep with Takeoff. Like the one he did with Takeoff was super hard. The XXX Tentacion song with the deluxe. You get Uzi features. You get Benny the Butcher features. You feel me? And Wayne held his own on all these. Like you get Tory Lanez features. I don't fuck with him, but I know that. I know y'all fuck with that. The features <laughs> really showed his ass, they asses on this album. And then Wayne literally showed that he could keep up after he dropped the Carter Five and it sounded kind of dated, if you ask me. All right. I'm not yeah. mad at that. I'm not mad at that. All right. I'm nominating. I'm going to nominate Daystar because that was a great album. 
I got to nominate Daystar. Give Tori his shine on this one. I'm nominating uh, Heaven or Hell, Don Tolliver. I thought Doom was going to say something about this, but I got to nominate Heaven or Hell, Don Tolliver. Don had a good year. I'm nominating Dark Tapes Demo. I'm nominating Drizzy. He not winning it, but he getting a nom. That was some good rapping on that. I'm nominating The Price of Tea in China, Boldy James. Shout out to Griselda, Boldy James and Alchemist. That's got to get nominated for some hippity hop shit. That shit was great. I'm also going to nominate Lil Baby, My Turn. Like we, like Krista said, Lil Baby was fire. I'm going to nominate But All We Do As Well by Adam Dollars, Baton Rouge, Louisiana's own. Going to nominate him for uh, Best Album, Hip Hop Album of the Year. I'm also going to nominate uh, Trey Lewis, Back Out The House. His shit was super hard, Hip Hop Album from Baton Rouge. And I'm also going to nominate, before I give my winner, um... No, I think that's all I'm nominate. The winner for me is Freddie Gibbs Alfredo. Gibbs, what Gibbs did with Alfredo and Alchemist, that shit was fucking immaculate. I didn't expect to hear a Gibbs album like that and really fuck with it. So Gibbs really surprised me. That's my rap album of the year. All right, let's go to album of the year, the genre bender. I feel like we anything. need one of them, one of them, them hybrid categories like alternative hip hop because I feel like people like. Don Tolliver and St. John and a lot of these artists won't ever get rap album of the year because their album wasn't as rap as it was like alternative rap. So I feel like if we had like an alternative that. rap. I feel like these motherfuckers would not be honorable mentions because like to me, St. John had one of the best albums of the year, yeah. but I wouldn't quite give it album of the year, but I wouldn't quite give it hip hop album of the year. But in its own lane, like uh, like I feel like St. John and Don Tolliver in the same lane. I feel we like hybrid. Best that hybrid would be like a number one, like number one, number one. Best hybrid is I think yeah. I think you're right. Best hybrid, I think I do. Kid Cudi really time. falls in that in that uh, category too. Kid Cudi's not gonna win rap album of the year, but he's definitely in the convo for alternative. I really did like. I'm super critical of it, but I really did like his last album. I would nominate Uzi for that. I would nominate Don Tolliver, and I think I would give it to St. John though, because I think St. John had the best yeah. hybrid album. St. John Saint, wins Saint that for me for sure. Yeah, for no, sure, I'm, sure. we all in agreement on Saint. Like Saint Saint's hybrid shit was crazy. That shit was fucking dummy. So where do y'all go album of the year? Let's get into it. This could cross all genres. You can nominate whoever you want. Chris, I'm going to start with you. Who is the, what is the album of the year in your well, opinion? I know he wanted the album to be considered, considered, uh, considered R&B, but it was more pop than anything. Justin Bieber's Changes album was actually <laughs> one of his best bodies of work. No, I'm playing. I'm definitely going with EA, bro. EA and it's deluxe. There's no way around it. It's, it's either EA or Whole of Red. That's the two hottest albums of the year. Lil Uzi Vert versus The World 2. That's the one I'm accept from you. I'm not accepting normal EA. I'm accept the I'm going to say Lil Uzi Vert versus The World 2 too, because EA comes right after that on yeah, the same okay. album. So. That, that's why I'm going to accept that one. All right, I'm not mad at that. Doom, what's your album of the year overall album? Man, I know niggas going to come for my head. I know that they will. But I'm looking at as far as hotness of the album, this is quality of music. Is he about to say whole lot of red? I know what he's going to say. Daystar, my nigga. Daystar <laughs> is I knew album. It. I knew this nigga was going to say Daystar, bro. The best fucking album to come out, my nigga. You name me an album better. <laughs> I'm going to wait, my nigga. The lyrical Stop intricacies of I'm the nigga make your bitch want to pop. You know what I'm saying? You're just not going to understand. <laughs> You're not going to understand the lyrical intricacies of the Uzi Freestyle. This nigga went with Daystar. Oh Man, my that's God. album of the year, my nigga. I saw that coming. <laughs> I did too. Nigga, when he said niggas go hate me, say, as soon as he said that. Gonna say no. Niggas going to say no because of all the drama that surrounded the album. Daystar. But if, if we talking quality of the music, 
Daystar was the best body of work put out this year. It was great quality, but album of the year, crazy. Okay, okay. Album of the year, my nigga. Brooklyn, what you got? Album of the year. You saying Daystar too, nigga? Nah, nah. I'm, I'm staying away from. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying far away from Canada. Right? That nigga is crazy, bro. He finna get deported with this nigga. <laughs> yeah, they gonna um, do with him. <laughs> so fact, bro. They gonna come pick this nigga up in Vegas. I'll take that, man. I heard Canada unemployment lit. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. As far as like for me, I guess when I think of the best album, yeah, I gotta think of what I play back the most. And 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 for me, it would it would probably have to be after hours. Cause I be in my sexy bag a lot. I feel that. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that. I'm gonna nominate uh Brent. I know I'm gonna nominate Brent, yeah, Brent Fires, because I thought his album was damn good. I'm going to nominate Thundercat again for this because I thought his album is one that needs to be nominated. I'm going to nominate... I just saw it and I scrolled past it. What the fuck? I'm going to nominate... Where this fucking album at, bro? I just lost it. It was in my shit. Fuck. All right, I guess I lost it, but there was another rap. Oh, no, I'm going to nominate St. John because I thought his album... Jonathan. I think St. John shit was hard uh, while the world was burning. But I got to go with After Hours, man. I just thought After Hours was the best album I heard this year and it's the album of the year. If, if it's not After Hours, I'm definitely going while the world was burning. The St. John's album's fucking in- incredible, too. So, like, that's where I'm at with it. The genre benders ended up winning the album of the year, though, Chris. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, to me, my top three. Top three is St. John... A uh, whole lot of red and Uzi, you know what I'm saying? It's my top three of the year. Like, and I, I will say the weekend's up there too. Like, the weekend might honestly be better than all those albums. That's like top three for me. Like, that's might be my four, you know what I'm saying? But that's the only ones. Album of the year, like, rap is fire, but the, the music behind the rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like hearing the actual, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I like Spillage Village so much. It's super lyrical content, but it's like music, it's very musical, very thematic. Daystar by Doom, crazy. They go crazy. I expected that. And, I, I got to say one thing. I hated that album with a passion. But one thing I do have to, I have to give it his credit. That shit was very, it sounds great and diverse sound wise. There was a lot of singing on that album, a lot of rapping on that album. And he didn't really let up on either one. I just didn't like the content itself. Uh, I didn't like the whole concept of the album. I didn't like the shit that was put out on the album. I feel like it, even if I'm going to it for that, I feel like he didn't give me enough, but what he did give enough of is the actual music. So that's why I got to give it to Doom because the nigga, his, his lyrics was on that's point. That's his best project. Lyrics, bars, flows, melodies, all on point. Beats, all on point. So I got to give him that. But you like, say that's his best project and Chick's Tape came out this year. That's a lot to say because Chick's Tape 5 was great too. And Chick's Tape was really good. I really liked that I'm Sprung remix with, with T-Pain. He had a lot of good shit on Chick's Tapes 3. Like, I feel like that's... Party could have won this year without that Meg shit. Now that I'm that's, looking back that, at it. That's what I'm saying, bro. I oh, think that's a fact, bro. The only thing that fucked him up was that everybody think he shot Meg. Snicker said the only thing. I don't, <laughs> not, I don't, not the way that he went about it. Not the way think, he went about it. Just the, the only thing is we think that. See, that's the worst yeah. part to me, is that the, the whole thing is how he handled it. Like, to me... I think that is. I think that's a fact. <laughs> if I don't think he shot her, like, you know what I'm saying? Even if I'm one of the people who, like, make, making that shit up, I do not... I just don't like how he handled the whole... Situation. <laughs> album release rollout. I, I feel like it's very smart. But to say I feel like it's very smart is very smart if 
you like on that shit and I'm not on that shit I'm <laughs> at all. Like to me, that's very disrespectful. Like this nigga's, when I heard that album, bro, when the album dropped, I listened to it, I'm like, oh, this nigga's a super villain. This nigga's a super you villain. You was the nigga bro. that told me a dude, that nigga said dance, bitch, dance. <laughs> That's why we did that. I retract my statement. Superman, bro. I remember when Chris said that in the group. Chris was like, "This nigga said dance, bitch." Dance. I don't know if that's true, but I definitely want to believe it because I definitely want to believe that this nigga Tory Lanez is a supervillain, bro. Because he's moving like a supervillain right now, bro. Even when I hear him talk, he dropped, I don't, I don't, I don't dropping his capsules. <laughs> that if nigga. he did that, I take it all back. But <laughs> the dance, bitch, dance. Nobody proved that, so I'm just going off the music. <laughs> And that I, we know that dude. Best <laughs> album I ever heard, my nigga. That shit is good, bro. Shit, that nigga said that best album he ever, ever heard. heard. That shit is fucking good, my nigga. I don't know about that. That's crazy. I might have, I might have been reaching with ever. Yeah, but in a long Definitely time, reaching. my nigga. In a long Definitely time. This nigga said he started better time, than bro. Thriller. <laughs> In a long time, said, my nigga. Fuck that bro. Nigga fuck said Prince, D nigga. start better than Purple Rain. <laughs> this nigga said I didn't say all that. That's what I said. <laughs> this nigga said D start better listen, than the Carter please Three. Please do not kill me. I was just playing. But look. Oh, shit. For sure this year. That's the best album I heard. All right, let's get into the loser of the year. A lot of losers this year. A lot of niggas lost. I got some noms. Y'all, we'll just go. I'm going to just list off a bunch of niggas. Y'all tell me who y'all got. And if y'all got anybody else that should be nominated, let me know. I'm nominating Doja Cat. Big loss. Bitch was in, bitch was in a chat rooms showing feet to racist infidels. Loser. Uh, Trump. Trump lost. Trump lost the election. Literal. Big Literal L. Loser. Big L. Little loser. 6'9". Came home from jail. Thought he was going to be popping. Fell off. Big L's. Uh, Lil Wayne got arrested. Big L <laughs> sided with L, Trump. L. Big L, Carol Baskin. <laughs> big L, niggas whoa, think whoa, she murdered whoa, her husband. Whoa, how she took a big L? She a murderer, bro. son. That bitch got outed as a murderer and then ended up finessing dancing with the stars. They're going and she's still not in jail. They investigated her right now, but she's still not in jail and she got dancing with the stars cosign, bro. She is winning, nigga. You literally was on a fucking documentary where they exposed you for murdering your husband and just being an all around asshole. And you finesse dancing with the stars, got some, got a bag off that shit, and you Teflon Don ducking them charges, nigga. I got it. That's a W for me. All right, well she put it in the winner category. That's, <laughs> that's fine. a W the, for me. Even though she getting invested. Investigated, but all right. Terry Crews, big L's Terry, big L's this year. Racist ass Terry Crews. Gail King talking shit on Kobe Bryant right after he dies. Big L, big L, Gail King, big L. Academics lost his TV show, got beef with uh, Chrissy Teigen. Academics took a big L this year. (laughs) Big L. Ellen DeGeneres, big L. Talk about losing TV shows. Big L. The Proud Boys. The Proud Boys lost their leader. They lost their momentum. Proud Boys took a L. The movie industry as a whole took a fat L. Fat L. Anybody else y'all got that y'all think lost really bad? Oh, Tory Lane should be on this list. Nice. <laughs> he he, he lost. Be on that list. He yeah. definitely got up there. But I'm not gonna lie, he didn't lose as bad as he could have because the album actually did pretty good. He's his, but his he lost because the fact. The but that's why he lost, Chris, because he was gonna be bigger than like. Nigga dropped Chicks Tape 5 and was about to be like, out of, he, he was, he, he was Not about to be Not even that, the quarantine radio, he was the hottest nigga smoking, bro. That's a fact. He, he wasn't about to go to another level. Like, I, that really hurt me that that happened to him, bro. That's what I'm saying. He got to be on the list. He got to be on the list. I was a Tory fan in high school, my nigga. 
when nobody knew who he was, when he was Swavy nigga. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who Tory was back then. You know what I'm that saying? That was his era though. Like Swavy was my favorite era of Tory yeah. Lanez. Like when that nigga was, he first came out, he was hungry. That yeah. shit was fire, but he got to be on the list. Anybody else y'all think is a loser this year? Anybody else y'all think deserves to be nominated? I'll say Lil Pump for sure. Ooh, I forgot <laughs> that nigga. Yeah, he, he on that, that, that album this year, his his uh, sophomore album? Or was that last I don't year? think so. that, that was last year. But let this is the year where he said you. where he said he joined Trump. And then, like, That's the number one reason why he lost for me. Because first of all, this is, this is my big... I got a list of why Lil Pump lost. <laughs> Lil Pump literally started with the MAGA shit. Trump invited him to a rally. This nigga Trump was like, Lil Pimp, come on stage. Oh, 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 my bad. I mean, Lil Pump. So this nigga came out on stage, said some stupid ass shit, got off stage, literally went home, <laughs> recorded a song called Lil Pimp Maga Steppin' because he's like, okay, everybody's calling me Lil Pimp. That's the joke. Let me try to run off this clout. Dropped a song called Lil Pimp Ma- uh, Maga Steppin'. And I didn't hear about the song until a week after he dropped it. I guess he dropped it the same night or the, the day afterwards. But bro, I went and look on his... 7 million subscriber YouTube. That shit had like 100,000 views. I was like, ooh, that's an ugly flop, nigga. Yeah, even Lil Pump should be doing more numbers than that. Nigga didn't even know about that. I had to tweet about it. Nigga was like, wait, he dropped a song? I'm like, yes. And it was an epic failure. Epic. And then after that, he tweets some shit about nigga who listening to uh, Eminem. Eminem yeah. dropped his album. He's like, who listening to Eminem? And then you don't fuck with the Eminem fan base, especially when you're as garbage as Lil Pump. So he got, got him twice, maybe here. three times this year. This motherfucker cannot win to save his life. Yeah, Lil, Pump's de- Lil Pump is definitely nominated. Who else y'all giving? Who else y'all got? Doom, you got anybody else you want to nominate that should be on this list? You you named the, the two that I think is is going to win the biggest loser. So I, you you hit it. Brooklyn, anybody you want to nominate to biggest loser? Anybody else? Nah, bro. The ones that I was thinking of, you got on that list for sure. All I right, got to drop one more. Who you got, Crystal? Who you got? I love y'all. This. Not gonna like this one because it's your boy. You know what I'm saying this is your boy. Who you get? My nigga, my nigga Russ. Russ? Oh, my nigga oh, Russ dropped out of one of his best projects. Russ didn't take no one of the best projects of his life. He dropped one of the best projects of his life and had one of the biggest singles of his life, and nobody still knows who the fuck he is. Nobody still That's talking not about true. him. This nigga had that best in the world single, and his album, the last album, as much as I didn't like it, it still was great. We That's didn't even bring that nigga up in rap album, uh, rap album of the year. This nigga had production by The Alchemist, production by who else? Who, oh, did he have Mike Wonder? So that's that's not true. Russ didn't have a bad year. Nobody gives a fuck. I, I could guarantee you. Let's go to Complex. Let's go to any other, any other. Like let's go to Breakfast Club. Whoever else is doing their albums of the year, Russ is not making the cut, and he dropped two. Probably two of the best projects in his I life. I agree this year. with that, but that don't make him a loser. I think he just yeah. he's he's Sir Floppathin. Like he wants so bad to get that fucking co-signed by the industry. And I no matter like this, is this year to me solidified it because he dropped the best work of his life and still isn't getting recognition. Because I don't want to say why, but he's just like he wants that recognition so bad. And he did a lot this year to where he should have got it. And he still didn't because he's the Hold worst. On, man, I'm about to tell you what his album did this year, man. Hold on, because you you clowning, Krista. Bro, all his streams flop. It might have not. His album met. got to number four on the best on the Billboard list this year. That yeah, but, but when Cardi is getting to number one and he hates Cardi, and you know what I'm saying? What what it what did everybody else? That, 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 I that's, lie. No, I'm not gonna let it you went, that's, that's some personal. You know why shit, his album man. went number one? You know why his album went number one? Because he had one good single on the album. And that fucking, the, the numbers inflated it. Like, Trippy Red's album did good this year because he had two good singles. And the, the two singles, I remember he posted the stats on his album. He's like, look how good my album did. And I looked at the singles. I'm like, son, all that came from the singles. You probably got 100 streams on each one of them other songs. You feel me? I'm Trippy Red could have been a good loser Russ. of the year, too. 
I'm not letting you give Russ loser. Why year. you didn't put him in rapper of the year? Why you didn't give his rap album of the year? Because <laughs> the nigga is he's very forgettable. And for you to drop two of your most unforgettable bodies of work this year and you still forgettable, that's a that's an L to me. But dude, does that make him the loser of the yeah, year? I don't I don't think he necessarily a loser. <laughs> he nominated, <laughs> but he ain't the You know what I mean? Like he he was. He was like the ninth seed. He missed the playoffs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He had a he had a decent year. But my thing is, he will continue to miss the playoffs. He gonna still get that. He gonna still get that money. His white <laughs> fan base, not to shit on him, not to be racist or nothing like that. But his fan base is ninety nine percent. Like you know how there's them rappers like Eminem that you know they get respected by the black community, but the is their main their community is I mean their fan base is mainly that that you know what I'm saying 19, 18 year old white kid that don't listen to rap outside of Logic Eminem. Yeah, you know I'm saying like I know that's, that's Russ's saying. fan base. Russ is never gonna win outside that. of that. I'm and not this mad. This year he should have. But 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 even even saying that, I think when you do what he do, and that is your fan base, because you gotta you gotta know that to win in rap, you gotta win the the culture for real for real. And to do what he been doing, even without necessarily winning the culture. I think that's a W. No, that's what I'm I'm saying, bro. You're doing all that to win the culture and you still haven't won the culture. Russ made one of my most envious moves of the year, bro. Like I saw this shit and I was jealous that I didn't do it first. This nigga brought back Rap Rap City, the basement with Big Tigger. Had Big Tigger introduce him, had the video. I was like, oh my God, why did it have to be Russ? And you know what? Out of the millions of millions of niggas who I see hype up Rap City, they need to bring Rap City back. Nobody gave a fuck. Nobody talked about that shit on the timeline at all. Just me and (laughs) y'all. Y'all the only niggas who even probably seen that shit and that I know. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. They had some niggas that was fucking with Russ this year. I'm not gonna even do that. But I'm not gonna even, say he a I can't loser. even name one. Like because I know Joe Elliot Wilson and B Dot even mentioned his album when it dropped. I know Elliot Wilson and B Dot was fucking with Russ this year. So. Who, who yeah. man? <laughs> Elliot Wilson and B Dot. <laughs> and, and look, I don't I don't fuck with Russ at all, but I still think he got. A, a nice little year going like he did. I'm saying he have a bad year. Russ. He's gonna have a good year every year, but not for what he wants. My thing is, well, yeah, Uzi right. dropped the turn of the take, and this is this is how I'm looking at it. Don't 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 take this out of context. But Uzi, like you, I know y'all don't like the album. I know Doom for sure, but like what I'm talking about, like Uzi literally said, "I want to do what the fuck I want. Fuck the label." This nigga dropped the album. Dropped zero visuals to the album, had zero singles, zero radio plays, zero placement placements, zero label support, zero features, zero production credits, sold 300 out the gate. And you're telling me Russ had one of the biggest TikTok songs of the year. He had some of the biggest features of the year, some of the best production uh, credits of the year, had probably dropped some of his best bodies of work and still isn't even getting honorable mentions, still isn't even getting nominations, still isn't even get any yeah. kind of recognition I mean, when that's what he's doing it for. You don't bring back Big Tigger and Rap City if you're not trying to tap tap into that rap fan base. A, I mean, that's a good point, but I niggas feel like talking that's about more Benny, so... Niggas talking about Freddie, but nobody's talking about rap. I feel uh, like that's more so like, that's more so like he didn't achieve what he was going for, but I don't think that makes yeah. him that's a That's a loss for me. To me, that's yeah. a loss. When you aim for this and you hit this... That's a loss for me. Right. You know I can, I can That's see why I say Lil Pump flop. Because Lil Pump tried to, he knew he was not going to be the biggest rapper this year, but he thought that, hey, let me let me steal the MAGA fan base by dropping this song. And that shit flop. Because the MAGA niggas just wanted you to say vote for Trump. And after that, you can get the fuck off stage and nobody will ever think about you again. You know what I'm saying? But he was expecting that Lil Pimp MAGA step in to blow up in the Trump Twitter TikTok. All right, I'm not mad at you nominating him, but he not winning that. I just, yeah. no, he's I'm not going to win, but he's a nom. He's a good honorable mention for me. All right, yeah. so dude, who you got as the loser this year? I think the biggest loser gotta be six nine, bro. Ooh. Gotta be. 
and and that's a big L when we had Trump on the list because yeah. he was he was the sorest loser I ever saw in my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, Trump but is high up there. Six nine was the biggest biggest L for me. I'm not mad at that, Crystal. Who you got biggest loser this year? Six nine. I'd six, say six nine. nine too because honestly, he tried his best. Like he did everything that worked for him in the past, and it just didn't work for him anymore. I don't even think it's because of the snitch thing per se, because his fan base was never that big in the streets to begin with. I think it was more of the antics. The gas just ran out on that car. You know what I'm saying? You, you, your antics is on E. He tried. He did the, oh, look at Lil Dirk. Lil Dirk, nigga, you needed the Drake feature when really Drake reached out to Lil Dirk for the feature. Yeah. Like he tried his best. Remember when he was outside talking about Lil Dirk's numbers and Lil Dirk still had a better year than you? You know what I'm saying? Like I remember he he tried his best to rekindle every beef. Nigga went back to O Block. As soon as he got out, I'm sitting there like, bro, your judge told you to chill the fuck out. And you went to O Block, nigga, and you talking about we smoking on Newski pack. And then it just flopped. It just didn't work for him at all. And for all intents and purposes, it was supposed to. But the antics just, they ran dry this year because they lacked that authenticity that it had before he went to jail. Y'all are making me think 6 9 because I want to give it to Trump or Ellen DeGeneres because, like, you got to think where Ellen was. Ellen oh, yeah, was you're like, right. Like, biggest daytime talk show. Everybody loved her. Now Ellen doesn't have a fucking show. Like, they Ellen got rid of... big hit, bro. She, she took a big L. But the thing with Ellen, though, is I think <clears throat> you give it enough time and she'll be able to come back. That's true. You know Six nine mean? might not be able to come back. Six With the nine right PR, Ellen forever. can shake back. All Ellen got to do is give away some turkeys That's and shit true. on Thanksgiving. Do some big things where she's like, "Hey, look, I'm sorry." She got to put out a big apology and she got to put in that effort to change, turn it around. Because she didn't really do nothing super bad. She was just a fucking asshole, a rich bitch asshole. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing. Like and when Trump will be okay too. That's why I can't oh, give it to him because Trump gonna be will all right. be okay. Trump gonna be all right. Trump gonna, gonna, come, right. Trump gonna have a podcast network or net. But yeah, that's the thing, dude. He, he wanted like like back to Chris's thing of like. He wanted, he aimed for this. And he fell short. Like, that nigga wanted it. So, like, it's between Trump and 6 9 for me. Because Trump, Trump took the ultimate L in front of everyone. It was just, like, being the ultimate sore loser. It just yeah. had to get pulled that out of that. That was it for me. <laughs> if he would have just lost the election, I'd have been like, all right, nigga, we expected you to. <laughs> Nobody even expected him to win the one that he did. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it was the fact that after he lost, he just <laughs> kept going, my nigga. Nigga refused. Like, bro, it's the proof is there, my nigga. It ain't that many dead niggas voting. <laughs> Funny as shit. Half a million dead niggas voting, my nigga. Funny as shit Come was on, he got bro. the recount. Like, he got a million recounts and lost every recount. How you get niggas to recount and still lose? The nigga was telling people, keep counting votes here. Stop counting votes here. Keep counting yeah, votes bro. Here. I was watching Trevor Noah on uh, on uh, YouTube, and he had, like, he was like, so, let's look at, uh, let's look at fucking, what was, what was it, P Pennsylvania? He was like, let's look at Pennsylvania right now. Trump supporters was outside. Stop the vote. Stop the vote. He was like, let's look at Georgia. He was like, keep on going with the vote. It's like, y'all niggas just literally want to win. That's it. Y'all don't care about fairness, nothing. And he's like, y'all really gonna be unfair like this? It's like, shut the fuck up, you sore losing ass nigga. Like, oh, with Trump, man. Trump took the biggest L. Uh, Even though 6 9 can't come back from his L, and Trump probably can, Trump wanted six it. 6 9 might. 6 9 the, may be in the process of rebranding, so I can't even give him the full flop yet, but he definitely lost this year. But I'm not mad at both of y'all answers. 6 9 definitely is a big loser. I'm going with Trump, though. Biggest loser this year. All right, let's do best come up. Best come up this year. Chris, if you got any noms more than this, let me know. Same thing for you, dude. We got Andrew Schultz. Got a Netflix comedy special from the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Joe Rogan, Spotify deal. He's now the head of Spotify over there with the best, biggest podcast over there. We got YNJ, the big, the uh, Coochie Main song. YNJ, big come up. Big come up. We got Mario Judah. Big, big come up. Mario had a big come up this year. We got Clubhouse. 
Clubhouse started popping this year, big app. We got Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky had his big show, Dave. Big come up this year for Lil Dicky. Zoom, nobody was using Zoom before this year. That's a Doom, uh, that's a Doom uh, suggestion right there. Zoom had a big year this year. The Rona, nobody knew about Corona. <laughs> Corona came up huge. And then we got Antifa. Antifa had a big come up this year. Antifa was killing it. Oh my and God, then, Antifa. And then, <laughs> and then Trump lost. Like Antifa had a big come up. So Brent Fiaz had a good come up too for sure. Brent Fiaz, that's a good, that's another good nomination. Crystal, who you got best come up this year? As much as uh it's gonna sound like uh, insincere, I, I definitely give it to Mario Judah because Mario Judah came from literally nothing. Nothing, yeah. To yeah. everybody knows him, and he's very successful in what he's doing. So I'll definitely give it to Mario Judah. I'm There's not probably mad some other that. people though, too. There's probably some other people though, but like Mario Judah's one. Mario Judah, I'm not mad at that Doom. Who you got biggest come up this year? I, I wanted to go Schultz because that's my dude, but I got to go Judah too, bro. Just just because of how fast the company It was, was pretty fast. Like that nigga went from literally nobody had a slightest clue on who that nigga was and his stock went up crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I give it to Judah. I'm actually going with what you suggested, dude. I'm going Zoom. Niggas did not know what Zoom was before this year. <laughs> Zoom had the- gave that shit a career. Like, Zoom is huge now, man. Zoom had the best come up this year. It's a staple, bro. I don't even think anybody that has a fucking job has not used Zoom. Like, it's on your computer. If you, that's a if fact. you work in the corporate world, Zoom is on your computer, bro. That's a fact. Well, that's, fact. Why I'm, that's why I'm going with Zoom. All right, who y'all think had the best 2020? I had no, I didn't write you down know, any noms for you this. You know who else? I, I, I got to give one, oh, go I got to give one side, because I... <laughs> I fucked with my boys like super hard, but Charlemagne just became senior creative executor at at uh that's true at fucking I Heart. Like this nigga finessed a big a big position, senior creative uh, officer. So he's like in an executive position up there. So I gotta give him that because he's been working hard and he got them ball a lot of money. It's nice to see them give him that recognition and give him that fucking spot. That's true. Shout out to Charlemagne. That's true. All right, who y'all think had the best twenty twenty, the best overall year this year? Who you think won? Uh, I'll start start with you, Chris. Who you think won this year? That's a hard one. I got to sit on that one. I want to say Uzi is so bad because he really did. The nigga hit 300 racks first week. Second week, hit another couple hundred racks because, like, the Deluxe gave him another 300,000 or it was like one, it was like 290 something. That was the initial EA sales. And then the Deluxe sales brought it up to 350 or like more than 350. So I, I got to give him that because nobody's doing numbers like that. When Cuddy, whole lot of red, like whole lot of red had the rollout, had videos, singles, promotion, the whole fucking rollout for the first three weeks. Uzi ain't have none of that and blew them numbers out the water. You know what I'm saying? Like Cuddy, Cuddy had his whole, this is Man on the Moon 3. This is the continuation of an iconic series and he didn't even do them numbers. Whenever you saying that Weekend didn't do the numbers, Taylor Swift not doing them numbers. Okay, yeah. I, let me not say that. Taylor Swift might be doing them numbers. Yeah, I, gotta, she I, I don't check think myself. she did. I don't no, think she, she did. She did, and Drake was Drake close. did demo. He did it. Yeah. It, it was a mixtape more than it was an album. But Uzi is like he he definitely won this year because nigga dropped three albums. They were all super successful, and he about to drop another one. Like he's still teasing shit. I'm going and with he's LeBron. Messing like the fuck out of his uh, label too. I'm not mad at that, Chris. I'm, I respect that one. Doom. I'm going LeBron. LeBron won the championship this year. LeBron started his school this year. LeBron had a big year, man. LeBron won, man. He won the bubble. Got to go with LeBron. LeBron got five now. Yeah. I, I respect that. That's not a bad call. Gotta go with Brian. As much it's gonna hurt me to say it again, but I'm gonna I'm agree with Chris. I think Uzi doing shit that even I didn't think was even possible. Yeah, I'm not mad at that response. And and the way that the way that he did it, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't I I didn't think nobody from rap 
could do that. I don't, did Drake even do those kind of numbers? Not Ever with the, Chris but Greer, it was a not, demo. Yeah, not with the demo, but I mean, he's done yeah. it before. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely like if he was if he would have dropped the the album album uh, he did it certified lover boy. Yeah, that's gonna do them kind of numbers and. That's going to really be some crazy shit if he doesn't. Like, if he doesn't, I will be even shocked because I know Drake's capable of it, but this was his slight work album. Yeah, this was his his off year. Like, that's what his off year he did 200. So, like, 200 is not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. So, but I see why y'all give it to Uzi. I'm not mad at that. I'm just going, I'm just going a little different to y'all. I got to give it to Braun, man. Braun won the the ring this year. I didn't think he was going to win it too in the bubble. Yeah. Crazy. Big year. Big year. So, hell yeah. Was it? I'm about to say, I want to give it to Kanye, too, but that was probably last year when he went on that whole fucking Kanye, tour. Kanye should Bro. be in the losers for not paying that damn choir. That nigga is a bum. That's a dummy, is a bum. That's a dumb. That's an L, Chris. I was talking to Dude about, about the contracts. Back, he talking this all nigga, this shit about contracts and him paying people and then don't pay the choir? Just this finesse, nigga? finesse, bro. Like, he low-key had the biggest finesse of all time. First of all, you went on tour under religious, you know what I'm saying? You went on a church tour. That's like, not taxed. Kanye finessed yeah. the craziest bag I've ever seen. And it's definitely a Kardashian move. This is Kanye's biggest Kardashian move with that whole church shit, with the whole, you know what I'm saying? He went on the Joe Rogan interview. This nigga had a crazy stretch. Like, he ran for president. Like, he might have a chance next presidential election. You know what I'm saying? He had a great, he actually ran for president whenever he said he was going to run for president. And he, he, like, literally four years ago, he was like, I'm running for president. And this year, we was all mad because of how heavy the stakes was. But the nigga really did it. He got thousands, like double digit thousands of votes. He did, I can't be mad yeah. at that. I, I I can be mad at that personally. I am mad at that personally. But as far as the W, son, I can't be mad at that W, son. That nigga really he did. Some crazy he dunked shit. off the backboard. I wouldn't say the best 2020, but when you look at it like that, like he doing a lot of shit that when you look at like just rappers, like when niggas put rappers in a box, like what a rapper can do, he's ascended all of that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Just, just with his clothing, with running for president, with starting a legit church, my nigga. Like, didn't every he, single he went tweet a, went viral this year? This yeah, nigga tweets bro, was like, going this nuts. nigga, and he like at peak relevance that he he's ever been. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, with, no, to, with no album out. I also want to nominate Zendaya for having a big year this year. She won an Emmy. That's I gotta give some female love. Zendaya had a big year. Shout out to her. That's she she fact. had an Emmy. She got one of the biggest shows with Euphoria. She had a big year this year. Shout out to Rue, man. I'm trying hey. to think of some other people who had big years. This ain't no person, but anime had a great year in 2020. Yeah, anime did have a big year. Like, one thing to shine in the pandemic, nigga. Like, I was expecting this year to be hot garbage water. A lot of shit got pushed back, and anime is winning this year. Like, all the anime fans, they got niggas who not even anime fans that Attack on Titan, they got that this year. You know what I'm saying? Demon Slayer movie, like, literally hit the number one. Demon Slayer probably a, a good... That's the number one for, like, the anime talk shit. But, like, anime just had a good 2020. I'm gonna have and this to is argue a year that. to where it would, it would flop. Demon Slayer had a bad year as far Chris as manga. Chris, not now. Like, even not now. Even now. Even now. The manga sales through the roof. We're going to talk about this in two days. I, I, know you see, I know you see the motherfucking DM I sent you when that shit finally beat Spirit Away. Number one best-selling movie of all time in Japan, mid-pandemic. Like, what? <laughs> Nigga, you sold billions of billions of dollars? Niggas pulling up to the movie theater with their mask on, came eat popcorn, nigga? Oh yeah, son, big W's. <laughs> we, you can hear more of that on on Tuesday with the Anime Talk Awards. But yeah, that's pretty much all we got this year. Good 2020, shitty year, lost a lot, but had some good shit in return. But with that being said, we'll get into the song of the week and then do Bros Who Ball. But uh, Doom, tell the people they can find you out on social media. 
Eladoom SJ Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all go, y'all go get his mentions about his his Daystar takes. Y'all Daystar, <laughs> album of the year. Man. Y'all, y'all go get on this nigga. If for if for uh, Chris or the the Uzi and Cardi stand, tell them where they can find you at. Y'all drop y'all find me on at Chris as the E. Drop red little the little red ball emojis <laughs> in my mentions. If y'all fucking a whole lot of red, I expect my mentions to be flooded because that was the gas out. That was album of the year. Close to if it didn't come in so close to the end of the year, like if he dropped it in October and we had a couple months to digest it, album of the year material. But I I would definitely say follow me at, at Chris SJE. I gotta sneak one last winner of the year in before we get out of here. Go but ahead. I forgot to I got I forgot to mention my bro Cochise. He had a great year. This nigga, like literally every video he dropped yeah. went through the roof. He, he, he made a, a placement on the Internet Money album, which was a big placement. There's no small artists outside of the Internet Money Collective on that album. So, like, literally, he just dropped a video last uh, uh, last month or whatever, and it's already on its way to a million. So I got a shout-out to him because he's going to be a, a big, big, big person to look out for. Remember I said it here. Next year, you will see Coach C's name when he dropped that debut project. I promise y'all, he busting through the roof. May do Cardi numbers. Fact. We we gonna see, but that is a fact. Coochie's definitely had a big year. Y'all be sure to check out me and Chris on the Anime Talk Awards this Tuesday. We got a lot to get into, but let's get into the song of the week right now. the song of the week let's get into bros who ball joining me this week is always mr adam schubert shuby how was your christmas man 
Oh man, I was pretty good, you know. It's just Christmas time as an adult, you know. How it yeah, is. that's exactly what we talked about earlier. It's just like whatever. It's not. It's not for us anymore, you know. But still, the time of giving and enjoying. But now that we have you on the pod this week, what's up with college football? Start us off. Give us what's up. Didn't they make the picks? Aren't the selections in? Yeah, the New Year's Day will have the playoffs. You know, Alabama and Notre Dame, the early game. Alabama's a 20-point favorite going into that game. And, uh, and then the Clemson, Ohio State, and I assume Ohio State's probably double-digit or damn near close favorite in that game as well. Or, I mean, Clemson. Who you got win? Okay, so those are the New Year's Day bowl games. Who do you have winning in uh, – because, yeah, by the time the people hear this, yeah, who do you have winning in – Notre Dame in Bama and then Clemson in Ohio State. Well, I think Alabama's going to win and they're going to cover. Like, I mean, I think they're going to win. Oh, you think they're going to win big? Okay. Right. Yeah. There's just Clemson hasn't been able, or not Clemson, I'm sorry. Notre Dame hadn't been able to stop any good teams and Alabama's going to stop them. And Alabama's going to put up points. So that's a fact. Who you got winning Clemson, Ohio State? I think it's going to be the same. I think Clemson is just going to blow them out. Ooh, interesting. I, I kind of want Ohio State to upset. We'll see. I want them to. I mean, you, we can want all, all we want, but the facts are the facts. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty much, you know, with Trevor Lawrence out there, and honestly, as a hot take to the Bama people, I'm pretty, I'm, I think Trevor Lawrence kind of needs this Heisman as a lifetime Heisman. Because for him to go these three years and be the player that he is and possibly win two titles, at least gone to three in all of his years, and him not to have won a Heisman, I think is, you know. Does it put him for right. best player of all time in college football standards? Not, not if he doesn't win a Heisman. Well, I mean, if he wins the championship, mm. that means he has two in three years. I'd have to go back and see who else has done something like that. Look up, look up that for next week. That's something I want to be interested in. Because I feel like there's, you know, like... Tebow had to do it, huh? Tebow won two, yeah. Correct. Yeah, I know he won two. And I'm pretty so, sure he went to one and lost one. I'm pretty but he sure. But didn't, he didn't go to... He didn't win two as a starter. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Burrow only got one. one as a freshman. Matt Leinard. I mean, Matt Leinard and Reggie Bush. That's what era. I was thinking, too. Around the, those two dudes, um, yeah, no, it's it, look that up. Let me know what you think, but I mean, shit. If Trevor Lawrence can, does it. That's a good stat. What we can say about Trevor Lawrence is that he will be a Jacksonville Jaguar. Mm, and that yeah. has been determined today. That is a fact. We will get into that. I want to. I want to know real quick. Georgia, uh, Kansas, Cincinnati. Who do you think is going to win? Peach Bowl. I think none of those games should happen <laughs> at this point. Even the like, Oklahoma, uh, Florida Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just at this point in like where we are in COVID, I just think that all those games are so irrelevant that they shouldn't even happen. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not no. mad at that at all. Like there, like uh, UAB was supposed to play South Carolina, I think, like yesterday, and it got canceled. I'm like, well, I mean, UAB won their conference championship, so what do they need to play South Carolina for? And what does South Carolina need to play UAB for? I mean, just that's like UL. That. UL had to play uh, some random ass team. In UT they won. UTSA, they won, and then Coastal Carolina, who was supposedly up for the championship, played Liberty, ended up losing. So you well, that was pissed. you was like, I well, think, we should have we should have played the better team then. I mean, maybe, but I mean, I think the the, the Coastal Liberty game was almost just a makeup because that was supposed to happen in the season, and that True. was why the Coastal played BYU. So I think that that game, in a sense, deserved to be played because those were like the two best teams 
that were in the group of five. So like, I feel like that, I feel like that game was worthy of being played, but, but like, like everything else, but like Houston, Hawaii, that didn't but like, be played. But like Tulane did not need to go up to Idaho to play in the famous Idaho <laughs> potato. Bowl. Like that's not something that needed to happen. Texas, Colorado and the Alamo bowl. <laughs> no, yeah. no, none of that needs to happen. It's, it's all just irrelevant. <laughs> did more people sick. But uh but yeah, let's but yeah. get to let's jump to the NFL. Saints won big Vikings, Saints beat the Vikings 52 to 33, but it was on the backs of Alvin Kamara. Drew Brees, two interceptions, 311 yards, 1926. I told you last week when Ian was on this pod caping for Drew Brees, Ian was caping for him. Ian was like, Come on, Lyndon, it could be this, this. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I told y'all he was trash. I told you this last week. I told y'all we could make it to the Super Bowl, but are gonna effing lose to Pat of the Bills because the NFC is trash. We're gonna get through the trash NFC. We're gonna lose in the championship. That is a fact. Drew Brees cannot get the ball up the field. They clog up the middle of the field. And if Alvin Kamara doesn't put us on his back and dominate, we lose. I mean, it's the truth. I mean, of course, Alvin Kamara, a lot of those touchdowns were like on the three. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Drew, Drew Brees could have had, like, four touchdowns in that game if they would have been passing the ball. I mean, you've got a 311 yards. Um, you know, the, the defense of the Saints kind of was that really was, the story of the first half, at least. You that's know, our best asset. Yeah, even though they are the most penalized pass interference team. That's true. Which is gonna, could be something that's going to bite them later on, something to keep an eye out on. But, you know, I thought that – it was business as usual for them. I think it was more telling to watch the Chiefs Falcons today and have the the Chiefs struggle against the Falcons, which and like and and score so easily on the Saints is just one of those things where it's like, where's the disconnect there? But that was this was Pat's off game. Pat went 20, 24, 40, 44, 278 yards, two touchdowns and interception. This was his bad day. And then Sammy Watkins threw an interception too, which was like <laughs> huh. So, yeah, I too get Pat it. Mahomes looking, trying to throw him in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. You know, Chiefs played a, a, a mad game, but they still won and beat the Falcons. So, you know, I still think the Chiefs' best team in the league. I'm more, more upset at the Browns, man. I thought the Browns were going to dominate this week, picked up their defense in fantasy because they're playing the JETS Jets, picked them up in the championship round, got me six points. Well, what was up with the Browns? Baker Mayfield, fat L, fat L. Yeah, it was a, a Baker Mayfield issue. The problem with the Browns today, and I don't know if you knew this, but their entire receiver core was out <laughs> because of contact tracing. So they were really just playing with like practice squad receivers and tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but they couldn't get anything going. Nick Chubb could not could not get more than twenty eight yards rushing. Kareem Hunt only got um, eleven. But granted, that's my thing with the Jets. And you know, if we want to talk a little bit draft here. I don't think the Jets have too, have that many issues in certain areas. I think they have a very strong defensive line. They built it up with lots of their draft picks, including Quinn and Williams. Who's so, finally playing well. And they have solid-ish linebackers. They're secondary suspect. And then on the offensive side, they have no one who can block for Sam Darnold or do anything else for Sam Darnold. I mean, Braxton Berrios was one of their top receivers today. He's really, you know, it's my guy. A, they, meh. Their guy's Jamison Crowder, the old faithful. 
dump down the J crowd and watch him get yak yards after carry. I mean, they got Frank Gore as their running back, who's you know a fossil. Didn't so you say you thought the Jets were like Miami? What team have you been saying is like my? No, the Giants is like Miami, ready to yes. make a strike next year. Jets aren't like Miami well, of last year, and and also they have a coaching issue. So I mean, the thing with the Jets is that if they so, so they're presumably going to be sitting with a number two pick. What they should do is they should trade back to a team like the Patriots or which I wouldn't do, but like, you know, someone, a, a team that needs that quarterback to go get Justin Fields because they don't need him. I mean, honestly, Sam Darnold is fine. If you give him the right pieces and like, he's been know, build around him properly. Yeah. And give him a coach and give him a line. I mean, he, you know, we haven't really seen the best of him. I mean, he, he spent six games out last season with the mono deal. And then he comes back this year with like nobody around him. That's true. And a team that pretty much gave up with themselves before the beginning of the season, they had, I think four or five guys to opt out. So it's just like the jets have the potential to be a better team than they are. They don't, I don't really think that Trevor Lawrence was ever going to like fix that situation. So if anything, I feel like they're in a situation now where it's like, okay, well now we don't have the pressure of drafting Trevor Lawrence. We need to be smart with our pick here. You could still keep your second pick and there's definitely going to be plenty of guys that you could get. I mean, heck, if you want to get Jamar Chase, I mean, that would definitely help your receiver situation. Or you get a high-profile lineman, the best lineman in the in the draft, if that's a quality pick, you know? You could do either way to help the team. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of the draft back or the yeah. trade back. So, get I mean, if, like, if they wanted to yeah, trade someone to move up and get a few picks, maybe a couple in the second round, I mean, there's it's a pretty deep receiver draft, so you can yep. get a pretty good receiver in the second round. You can still get um, Jamar Chase if you draft back and then like draft back to the right spot and then get you a couple of linemen. Just depends on how they play it. But another thing that I want to say is, man, your pick of the Washington football team looking like they're not making the playoffs. Cowboys came and handled business today, man. Yeah, they 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 got big quarterback issue. Alex Smith was unable to play today because he's been having the the injuries and. Um, and then Ask they bring in, Hinky. yeah, they bring in Hinky from the XFL and Old Dominion, and he actually was. He I feel was so bad. For, I feel so bad. He was moving Haskins. him, and he was moving him down the field. Honestly, Hinky was like there. His two drives, they he took him all the way down the field, but the, because they were so far down, he you know they couldn't get, come away with field goals. They had to go with touchdowns. And, you know, that was the way it was. He, I mean, he even threw a touchdown pass to McKissick, which hurt, hurt me in fantasy. I'm so pissed. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, I mean, Haskins pretty much just blew his shot. I mean, he's pretty much going to be done now. Pretty I mean, much. There's not, there's not a team that's going to want to pick him up. On the other hand, I feel like Jalen Hurts' struggles, I feel like well, even, even though he, he – I still think that he looks better than Haskins as a potential per, person to put on your in your quarterback room. And he also has a better demeanor based upon what Haskins is doing off the field as well. So I'm, I think Haskins pretty much just booted himself out. And of we the were NFL so pro Haskins this before this week. We were like, damn, dude got done dirty. Like, let's give him another shot. We were big pro Haskins. Man, are the Cowboys going to do it? Are the Cowboys going to do it this week? They play the Giants, they play your New York football Giants team. And then the uh, Washington football team plays the Eagles, man. Is Jalen Hurts going to upset? Washington's desire to get to the playoffs. Who you got? You think the Cowboys well, get it done? I'm, I would definitely say that Washington's going to win that game based all, solely on Chase Young. Mm. I mean, Jalen is going to be running for his life because Chase Young is a beast. I mean, Chase Young today 
forced an interception and a fumble. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a crazy good player. So, I mean, I feel like I would take Washington over Philadelphia just for the chase young factor. Um, they could figure something out on offense. I mean, they all, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel like, and the Eagles, after getting eliminated today, they're pretty much done. So the Washington needs this win, and then Giants, Cowboys. The Giants are going to play up for the Cowboys. I mean, Jason Garrett's old team. Like <laughs> they're trying to stop them. <laughs> if if anything, they're going to play play well against the Cowboys. But the Cowboys are playing pretty solid. That's what I'm saying. It has Amari nothing Cooper's to do with moving the ball. Getting the I wouldn't ball. even say Amari Cooper. Michael Pollard. Gallup is Michael Gallup is the star receiver on that team. Oh, Amari and, Cooper did some stuff this week, bro. Oh, my gosh. Get out of here with Amari Cooper. <laughs> yeah, 121 <laughs> yards and, like, you know, just slowly moving in the thing. But Michael Gallup was the big play guy. And see, Amari Lamb Cooper had got 121 touchdown. with four receptions. Gallup had six. Yeah, and, and all the touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, had, CeeDee Lamb had a nice touchdown. I'm just saying the receiving core is what's doing it for Dallas, not Zeke, even though Zeke did have 105 yards this week. Andy Dalton is not great, but he, you know, doesn't turn the ball over today. He turned, he had one interception. Um, and before that he had not thrown an interception in 112 or 122 attempts. So he's not someone that's going to turn the ball over easily, even though the giant secondary is pretty great. So, I mean, that's going to be a really good game to determine. I mean, the AFC South, both Titans and Colts lose. Who are you more impressed with? Green Bay winning or the or the uh, Steelers winning? I'd probably say the Steelers. The Steelers were pretty much down and out. They were down 24-14, came back and won that game. Uh, the Colts just don't have the offense to be able to to outplay a team. Yeah. Um, and then the Titans just don't have the quarterback. But the, what's the bigger thing about that Titans-Packers game more so is that Aaron Rodgers is dealing in the snow. If If – everything lays out the way that it looks like it's going to lay out the championship runs through green Bay. And if what we've seen is that maybe it runs through new Orleans. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying as of right now, the number one team is green Bay. So that means that every game will be played in green Bay. Are they the number one seed? Yes. In the NFC because they won beat the saints head, head up. And they have the oh, same yeah. record. And the Saints are 11 Or actually, no, they have a better record. Yeah, the Saints are 11-4. and four. Damn, Saints. So, can Drew Brees perform like that in Green <laughs> Bay? That's the question. I don't, you know, I think that Tannehill's fine, but obviously he couldn't perform in the, in, in the cold. And I mean, like. Damn, that might blow my Saints to the Super Bowl take out the water if they have to go through Green Bay and play in the snow. Drew can't throw the ball 50 yards in the dome, let alone 50 yards in the snow. <laughs> Jeez, womp, womp, womp. Sorry, Saints fans. It might not happen this year either. It might be over with. And the thing about the Packers that's worth noting, um, with their head coach, he he falls under the Shanahan tree, mm-hmm. McVay, all that. And the thing that to note with those teams, and this has been said on the other things, so it's not like I'm saying anything profound here, but the second year for those coaches is usually the Super Bowl year. Second year McVay goes to the Super Bowl. Second year Shanahan goes to the Super Bowl. Uh, th- we'll this, see this if is Matt can do it. This is the this is how it works for them. So I feel like if the Packers have to play in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers can put up you know two hundred thirty one yards, four touchdowns in Green Bay, I, I wouldn't count Green Bay out. Mm-hmm. You know, That's earlier on in 
earlier on in the uh, the weekend, we had like Buccaneers play the Lions. Buccaneers secured their playoff spot. I don't think Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady has showed he can play in the snow, so that that could be a, something to, to go watch. Down, I just don't think the Bucks are going to do it, man. Unless Brady's just about to pull out the Brady magic and secure his place as goat. Because like, if he was with the Bucks, then like, because that team is not that good. I know they beat the I mean, Lions forty-seven to seven, but like, I'm counting them out. I mean, I wouldn't count out the Bucks, but I wouldn't I pick them either. I'm counting them out. I think the Seahawks have a better chance with their trash defense. They're another team who can play in the snow. Mm-hmm. So, right. and the Seahawks, they get they got a big win. They won their division today against the Rams. The Rams defense showed uh, a lot of um, toughness, but Russell Wilson was able to get it done when it counted. So. Something else I told Ian. I told you, Ian, all these takes coming right from Lynn this week. I hope you're hearing this. All right, Schubert, let's pick our games that people should watch for in week 17, final week. Even though I do think the Bills are going to bust the Patriots up and Josh Allen's going to secure my fantasy victory for championship week number one. He's going to secure it. I'm down 10 points. Josh Allen's going to go get 40 points and throw to like Cole Beasley and uh, and, uh, the other guy, not Stephon Diggs. Stephon I need him to throw to Cole Beasley. Just throw the ball to Cole Beasley. Ste- I, Stephon, need 20, I need 20 Dix. points out of Cole Beasley to get, make it to the championship. Stephon Dix is going to have a cold, cold night with, with Stephon Gilmore. So hopefully Josh Allen gets it done. But all right, let's pick our games for week 17. I'll start us off a game that people need to watch for. The Browns, man. Brown Steelers. Can the Browns make the playoffs? Are the Browns going to do it? Right now, the Bills are 11-3. and three. The Chiefs are 14-1. and one. The Steelers are... 10 and uh, 12 and three Titans, 10 and five Colts, 10 and five Ravens, 10 and five Browns, 10 and five Dolphins, 10 and five. Who's going to do it? The Browns lost. The Ravens are on a win streak. Steelers Brown, very important game. All right. Uh, Well, I would say a very important game on the NFC side, Green Bay, Chicago, Green Bay needs to secure their spot at number one. Like I, we were saying earlier, it's really important if it, if the whole playoffs run through Green Bay. And on the flip side, the Bears have themselves in the seventh spot right now. If they lose this game, they're probably out. Now they could probably they could still stay in if Arizona doesn't win and they play the Rams. So the Rams are have pretty much secured themselves in the playoffs, but and but not in. Or actually, if they lose. That puts them at nine and seven, and they are in. Jeopardy. They could possibly get out. So those are two huge games with playoff indications for the seventh and sixth seeds, um, which is means a lot for Saints fans out there because those Saints end up at two. They got to be playing Arizona, Chicago, or LA. Hopefully, so. it's Chicago. <laughs> Hopefully. Also, another game that's important, Dolphin Bills. Dolphins, are you making the playoffs? What's up? Or is Josh Allen going to spoil the party? Or are the Bills going to even play Josh Allen? Big, big week next week, Dolphins fans. I'm going to be watching. Yeah, that's a a pretty telling game because, you know, Indianapolis sits out right now. Several teams are 10-5, and all the way up to Tennessee as well. So this this week more so than any other week seven I can remember is yeah. really important. I mean, you know, the Colts are probably end up people. getting that win against the Jags because the Jags are pretty much unless know. the Jags are trying to spoil some people's uh, weekends. And then the Titans play the Texans, and that's pot. You know, and big JJ White gave that big JJ White gave that big speech today talking about how people better show up for their job and they're not just coming to fold. 
We gonna see. It's a big week, seventeen. <laughs> it's probably one of the biggest week seventeen ever. You know, Ravens Bengals at this point. The Bengals are on a hot streak. Ravens are Ravens are on a hot streak. They're taking Ravens it week are to also week. on a hot streak. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey was like, "We're coming week to week, treating this like one game at a time." Ravens um, are trying to make the playoffs. Out of all these AFC teams, Browns, Ravens, Dolphins, Colts, Titans, which one does not make the playoffs? In your opinion, are the Browns out or the Dolphins out? Who's out? And the Browns play the Steelers. Oh, <laughs> I don't know because, like, my, my thought process for a second is like maybe the Bills phone it in. I, I it's really telling what happens on Monday Night Football. If the Bills win, I think they might be able to phone it in because they would have secured three. Yep. And then the Dolphins would be, but the question is who the Dolphins start. At this point, I would start Fitzmagic. You got to to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's. Is kind that of, your goal? Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to win right now, I would take two out. I mean, he's not doing anything. Yeah, true. He's not not doing a damn thing, man. So, so you got the Dolphins in over the Browns, and then Titans, Colts in uh in a uh, Ravens. You think the Ravens are going to do it? I mean, I could also see the Steelers Boning losing. It yeah, because they've pretty much secured their bag too. But if question the Bills, is, will the Browns receivers be there? Yeah, I'll be there. Okay, well, I think because the NFL contact tracing isn't the same as like other you know, normal real life contract tracing. Got you, got you. All right, well, man, man. All right, I'm gonna go it's, with the hot it's take. It's a pretty cr- crazy. I think, week. The, I think the Browns make the playoffs. I got the Browns making it. I got the Ravens making it. Ravens I got the Titans win. and Colts making it. I got the Dolphins out. I just don't think Miami does it. I'm not as much as I love Brian Flores, Coach of the Year candidate. I just don't think he does it. All right, another game people should be watching, Washington Eagles and Cowboys-Giants. Who do you think makes it? Washington football team or the Cowboys? I, I'm, I'm going to go with the football team because history tells me not to pick the Cowboys. I'll go with them too just because I just don't honestly see the Cowboys win. But, I mean, the Giants are still in the mark or in the hunt, so that's the thing. Like, if the Giants are beat the Cowboys, the they are. They haven't been eliminated. If they beat the Cowboys and, and Washington, Washington loses. loses, then they're in. Mm, okay. Because the the Giants have the best division record of the, all of the teams. Does the Giants make the playoffs? Do you think Washington the, the Giants, lose? Lose to Philadelphia? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. So y'all are making, y'all are making the playoffs. Washington's gonna be in there, and then who else? But I mean, up? like, who starts for Washington, and like, what you know, what weapons do they have? It's just. It's That's just. True. I think. I think at this point that Philadelphia is just gonna be like, you know what, we're done. Mm. I got you. I got you. Well, those are all the important games this week. Let's jump to the NBA where I'm going to already repeal a take. Me and Schubert are both already going to repeal a take after two, three games of watching basketball. I do not think the Warriors are making the playoffs. (laughs) I don't even think they're going to be in the play-in game. Like, as much as I love Steph, maybe the play-in game, they might get 10th, 9th, but, like, they're not about to be a 6th or a 5th-ranked seed. I'm sorry. With Utah being better than I thought they were and the Pels honestly being better than I thought they were. (laughs) Like, in the Rockets with James Harden, and James Harden's coming up to play. So, like, if James Harden's going to play, then – I'm not, I can't bet against the Rockets either. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with, uh, I was impressed with San Antonio today when I watched a little bit of the Pelicans. Like, you know, they're, I, I mean, at this point, I've, I've, the one team that I think that I didn't really call upon before that I think could take that Warriors slot 
because I think the Warriors are out of the playoffs completely. I don't even think they make it into the, into the plan. Mm. But the team that I do think could make it in the plan is Sacramento. Oh, well, look, the Pels are the number two seed right now, baby, in the West. <laughs> uh, I see that. But, you know, Sac- Sacramento, Buddy Heald's game has vastly improved. I think, but I think Buddy Heald is like going to be one of the, have the best three point shooting percentage of, in the league, most likely. I mean, he's firing. Tyrese Halliburton looks almost better as almost the best of the rookies at this point, from he's what I've good. seen. And, and he's just a solid bench guy. Um, Kings but, may have some. They beat the Nuggets, man. I mean, like they beat they, they beat a solid team. They're two and one. But you know who's impressed me? The Suns. Even though we said we knew the Suns, we are knew that beat. the Suns look good though. I got to give them their props. Beating the Mavericks. Also, I know I said Luca was going to be three. He needs Porzingis bad. I didn't think Por- I thought the Porzingis was going to be ready. If Porzingis isn't there, they're going to be lucky to make the play in. Like, yeah, they're in trouble at, at this point. But it, they did have a big win against the Clippers, which kind of proved a little bit of something. I mean, a true, huge true. win over the Clippers. I mean, true, it was huge. But there's no Kawhi, him. so like I still. Did you know what Justin said last week? No, Justin said the Clippers are not making the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I wouldn't say they wouldn't make the playoffs, but I still, I'm still holding to the fact that I don't know. I don't know if they're a top four team right now. In the West, but me, but me and you still think they're making the playoffs. He said they're not making the playoffs. They're not making the play-in. Justin is crazy. No, that's crazy. Like, yeah, that's crazy. They're definitely that gonna make is, the playoffs. And but... Ian was trying to like side with him. I was like, Ian, you're nuts too. I can see, I can see where people need to get off the whole Clippers bandwagon because, like, as a, they lost a lot. They I mean, did. they really did. And I don't think that Tyron lose some, you know, vastly great coach that's going to like take him to the promised land. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, and, and for the, for the fact that Paul George has been the driving force between their two wins, I think that's suspect because like, <laughs> you know, Paul George, you know, playing good in two regular season games and the Paul George I saw in the bubble last year, like I, he can't lean on that. Also, so, what know. you think about the bucks one and two? Lost to your Knicks. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, what do they have? They have nothing. They have Giannis. <laughs> You're clowning. They got Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew. And Drew, Drew didn't perform, man. Drew against the Knicks had eight, four, five, and four. Jesus, Drew. What a New Orleans stat line. <laughs> if it's the same Drew that I saw on the New Orleans team last year, it doesn't surprise me. I mean... If anything, he just got older. I'm jumping bandwagon so fast on the Drew Holiday. Pals are looking good, baby. We're looking good. We got now, the bus looking like they made a mistake trading Eric Bledsoe. That's all I'm saying. The Justin take that I will jump on with right now is I think I think Atlanta's going to make playoffs for sure. Oh well, Justin had him at nine actually as the play-in game, eight or nine because we that's, that's both the playoffs. Me, both me and Justin have the Wizards high. Like I believe in Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. I, I do too. I mean, they started off zero and three so far, but I think they're they're just starting to get their their bearings. Yeah. Uh, and and Russ hasn't played bad. I mean, Russ has definitely been firing. It's just like you got a lot of other pieces that need to get rolling there in Washington. But I feel pretty I feel pretty good about Atlanta. I think they're going to make the playoffs for sure. Also, the Pacers, at least playing Pacers looking good too. Pacers look great. You know, Cle- Cleveland and Orlando being three and zero right now is not going to stand for long. Nope, not at all. Boston's gonna win some games. The net, the Nets have looked great too. 
No, the Nets have looked great. I think the Nets might be number one. Yes. Yeah. Your KD for MVP takes not looking crazy right now. That's what I'm, that's, I, that's why I'm saying it, man. Like when <laughs> K, but Kyrie's been playing pretty That's the thing. That's what I told games. you. I was like, Kyrie's been the one that's going to lead him. KD is going to take over in the playoffs. Now, the one thing I will say to the Pelicans fans out there is that you guys were, you know, trying to talk up this Toronto victory. And I don't think that's. It's a nice Vic. Oh my gosh. It's a nice Vic. We only lost to our finals team. So, so, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Two and one. I'll take it. Who yeah, playing and also, this? And also, I don't think any player on the Pelicans today, except for maybe, except for maybe B.I., hit more than one three. Uh, I think Lonzo hit two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And how and many I, times is he going to do that? And I got I to gotta give my boy Zoe his props. Zoe been balling. Zoe went... Uh, this, what, this was the first night that Zoe had over 10 points. That's false. That is false. Hold on. I'm about to, I'm about to give you the Pelican stats. Hold on. That is false. Now you got me. See, because I'm big on the Pelicans bandwagon right now because we are looking immaculate we're looking good steven adams little spacing issue but it's okay we've been managing watch hold on i gotta pull up the zoe stats all right i'm I'm gonna give you the uh toronto game first he had eight points that game yeah more than eight points in the toronto game hold on give me the uh game info where's this at uh see i hate nba.com bro like don't give me don't give me this this nonsense give me the box score i just want the freaking Box score. You're in the wrong places. Hold on, bro. I got it. Here we go. Box score. Nah, I'm in. Not, I'm not in the right place. Hold on. Let me get out of this. I'm not. I'm not in the right place. Let me go. People use CBSSports.com. I swear, that's what I use. It gives me the box score pretty easily. Oh, over AESPN. All right. Well, I'm clicking CBS right now. Let's see. Um, let's see. Schedule. Like, all this London looking around. I bet I could find it right now. I'm I'm getting it right now. I'm at your spot. Toronto uh versus uh okay, here we go. Let me get the here we go. Oh no, she would pull it up because then I'm not getting it. This is crazy. All right. Well, I've been having really bad internet problems the whole time. I'm glad that this has still been going on. Probably even on LTE. So we'll see. Okay, here we go. Got the box score. Got it up. Got it. Got it. Got it. Lonzo had 16 against uh Against uh, Toronto. So I'm not going to let you do that. Lonzo had 16, baby. He was balling. All right. Well, then he had eight in the, in the next game. Because I remember seeing that he had eight. He might have had eight against the uh, against Miami. It might have been eight against Miami. I'm not going to even lie. Uh, Zion had 32, though. No, I mean, Zion's been playing great. I mean, yeah, he, you know, he had a double-double. He had a double-double um, against the Spurs, so. Mm-hmm. Even though I think against the Spurs, that was his weakest game because I think Zion is getting through the growing pains of like, okay, you're a star, kid. I'm now not going to guard you like we guarded you last year. You're getting double teams, and we're sending a big man at you every time you go to the rim. So Zion's going to have to learn how to adjust against like, big men double teams at the rim because he's getting his six eight guy who he can muscle to the rim but then yaka Pertle, big seven footer plus the six eight guy are meeting him at the rim and he's having a hard time scoring over him yeah well that's something he's gonna, gonna have to get over it's gonna be a big game this week for for them they play phoenix, phoenix. on tuesday and that's gonna be huge yeah on tnt game we're going to uh, look if we can win that game Pellies, Pellies. I know it's early. Brooklyn was like, "Bro, you're three games in. Like, 
chill out. Like, but like, yo, I'm hype. Brandon Ingram looks like a killer. Zion looks like a, like Brandon Ingram and Zion look like stars. And Steven Adams been looking good, like a top five center. So if we have a top five center, Brandon Ingram and Steven Adams, and then Eric Bledsoe being a defensive stopper with Lonzo Ball doing, being a third option, being a true third option, getting 16 points, eight assists, and eight rebounds. That's a playoff team. I mean, what I would like to see the from problem the is, the is death. like getting into the yeah. I was about to say like their death. Just put them in the game. Like at this point, if I was Sam McCundy, I'm like, you know, you're not even like putting any of these guys in the but game. But like, like Jackson you- Hayes played horrible tonight. Like Jackson Hayes hasn't been looking good. I think he's scared to play Nikhil because Nikhil really ain't been looking good. And JJ, JJ's an old man. I, I we can't expect JJ to hit all the time. Like tonight, um, he was off. If JJ, JJ- would hit tonight, we would have blew out San Antonio. But I mean, JJ was on for Miami. This, for Miami, so it's yeah. Like, Josh Hart's so you, our best bench player. Oh, 100%. By far. 100%. Yeah. But I mean, you need to find someone that's going to be able to come in and. Well, there's uh, Gabriel Thornwell, uh, somebody. We got to try Gabriel. We got to try. Melly didn't Gomez. even touch the floor tonight. Melly didn't get no PT because Hayes ain't doing it, bro. Hayes is not doing it. I've and seen a lot of people trying to trade him. I saw like one trade today where they were considering him to uh think i think new york and in a three-team trade with uh the, with the Cavs and the pels will end up with the with uh, nance well, i wouldn't mind nance nance can kind of stretch the floor a little bit I, I think that would be a good pickup for them honestly nance is not bad but if they were trying to play to win now are we trying to play to win the future it's just the people who think jackson hayes could turn into something but he just he's not fitting this team right now he wasn't playing he wasn't looking too hot all i'm saying is you lonzo ball haters Y'all better sit down. MIP, most improved. He's coming for it. Zo, ZO2, baby, doing his thing. But Brandon Ingram, all NBA? Like, Brandon Ingram's been leading this team and being vocal. That's what shocked me the most about this team. Brandon Ingram's been talking. And, like, I'm glad we don't have Drew Holiday anymore. Let me be honest. I'm glad. I'm glad this is B.I.'s team. I love it. I remember David Griffin was talking about MVP Drew. MVP B.I.? Where's it at? Like, where's the, where's the hype train? No, I mean, I, I I don't necessarily know if like this team would be better or worse without Drew Holiday because they wouldn't. The only pieces that they acquired through that trade was Bledsoe and, and Adams, you know. And well, did, yeah, what, but so Adams Bled- came off. Came, I think came. he did, but if not, let's just say Bledsoe. Let's just say Bledsoe. And I mean, I think they play the same at this point. Yeah, I, I don't. Bledsoe ain't been doing nothing crazy, but he's been he's been consistent. That's the thing; he's been playing good defense, and that's the one thing about Stan Van Gundy I've I've liked more than Gentry. Stan Van Gundy, the defense is apparent, and the kids are getting into the proper spots where it's no free flow offense. No, Stan Van Gundy has an offensive scheme, and I like that man. I love it. So Pels are looking great. Um, I'm trying to see some other some other games that are coming up. Lakers been the best team in the league though. Let me just say that. With like anybody who's seen Lakers add with Schroeder and Montrez Harrell, Lakers are winning the finals this year. Well, I, there's I like there's that. seven players deep easy. I mean Kuzma too. I mean Kuzma's been playing, you know, very good, good off the bench. Uh, as and, long as they don't get an injury, the Lakers are doing it, man. LeBron about to get five. LeBron's gonna get five. This is gonna be cr- interesting for you for you Jordan debaters out there. LeBron might do it. I, I, I'm not. I look. I am not opposed to say. LeBron James gets six between this year and next year. With Andy well, Davis, mean, he could do Le- it. LeBron and AD are in a position to, that they are the next great Laker Dynasty, duo. Dynasty, yeah, facts. And it's crazy that I'm, like, saying this, but, you know, 
Got to call a spade a spade, but I like your Kings take. We're going to see if that. I'm glad we rescinded our Warriors take. Doubling down on KD. What's up with your boy LaMelo not playing? Never been getting a lot of PTs. Been coming off the bench, getting like 14. Like, today he had 20 minutes. Like, he's not getting a lot of PT. What, are they bringing the rook along slow? I guess so. I mean, I have to really analyze the rookies at this point. The only one that I've really seen that I've been impressed with is Justin's guy, Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, he's yeah. the only one that I've seen play in the game. Should they be the I've Suns? With. I mean, Crazy. Yeah. Like, who was balling? De'Aaron, though. De'Aaron's the one that was balling for that game. But he healed at no. 14. Nice, nice. But it's been De'Aaron Fox. Crazy. They beat the Suns. I'm, lo- I'm loving the Suns, too, man. With Chris Paul and Devin Booker. That's, yeah. that's, well, that's again what I'm saying. Like, you got to do better. You, you, you got to you gotta keep an eye on the Kings. Like, the Kings are a team, you know, to watch out for in, in the West. But, I mean, just to be in the play-in situation. True. John Wall hasn't played yet? Okay. Well, he's, yeah, he's had situations off court. Oh, it's been up with him. Um, I think that he and Cousins both had, for some reason, um, weren't, they weren't allowed to play on Saturday. I know that for sure. I don't remember what the whole deal was, but they weren't allowed to be on the floor. That's, so, why, and, that's why they didn't win. Because I was going to say, if John gets on the floor with James, they should be, they should be able to win. We're going to see. But um, so right now, hot take, Pels are dominant. Suns are looking good. Kings are looking good. Lakers' best team. And then in the East, we don't know what's up with the Bucks. Schubert's doubling down on the Hawks. I'm doubling down on the Nets. And Well, I mean, I'm doubling down on the Hawks that they make the playoffs because I feel like that was something that we were suspect about. But, I mean, you know, Trey, uh, Trey Young has been – he's been balling, man. I mean, he had two games where he scored 36 or 37 points. All right, all right. I'm not, I'm not there yet. They played the Grizzlies. Who else they played? They played the Grizzlies and they played the Bulls. The Pels wins better than those yeah. two wins. You well, want to talk about think... that Toronto win? Talk to me about the Grizzlies and the uh, Bulls. Like, well, I mean, those I'm also are not saying that Atlanta's. Wins. I'm also not saying Atlanta's like top of the league. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm not saying the yeah. Pels are either. I'm saying the Pels are like mid row, like five, six, four, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Bi Zion, baby, I'm buying it. I'm buying the hype. Brooklyn I mean, told me not to do I, this. I would definitely. I mean, I would definitely get on the train that I think both of them are making the all-star game. Ooh, Zion making the all-star game? Some people have been – they've been rumblings of that on Twitter. We're going to see. Well, I mean, like, just, just for the sheer star factor of it. True. like, you know, And then, you know, obviously B.I. is the, the star of the team. So, you know, and he's, he, could be, he would be a second-time all-star at that point. So and I the think fact that, that, like you said, Zion's been averaging like 30 – upper 20 points, man. He's been killing like the today or the most recent game against the Spurs was his worst scoring was performance, his worst and still and he still got a double double with eleven rebounds, out rebounded yep. Steven Adams. So I mean, like that's a fact. Kids, I mean, he's still playing baby. solid. He's healthy, nobody, no fat, no fat Zion jokes this year. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, right. another team that I've been kind of surprised by is Philadelphia. I thought it might have been, might be a train wreck because they're trying Told to figure you. out what they want to do, but. Yeah, they're they're playing all right. Doc Rivers, I told you. I knew Philly wasn't going to be bad. Doc Rivers figuring this team out. You got Embiid looking dominant. Ben Simmons doing his thing. And Shake Milton being the shooter. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Now, on Christmas Day, I did watch that uh, Brooklyn-Boston game, and I did not. Whooped their ass, bro. I was was like, what is this Boston Celtics team? Boston is missing, missing terribly Kimball Walker. Yes. They need a point guard because Tatum is not getting it done right now. They need their point guard. 
to set it up. It's not Marcus Smart. They are missing Kimba Walker. Jeff T's not getting it done. Boston needs that bad. Like sure, sure. Boston had that one win where Jason Tatum hit the bank, the shot. bank three. Congrats, you're lucky. And like, I don't know, man. I don't know, but I'm, you know, you're right on Indiana. Indiana's good. That's who I'm doubling down on. You double down on the Hawks. I'm a double down on Indiana. I'm like, no, I do. Th- now I do think that I want to keep an eye on Cleveland because, when you look at Cleveland's roster, they have a lot of youth. You're saying keep an eye on Cleveland with Colin Sexton and Garland. That's what I'm saying. Like they have a lot of guys that are based on potential, and I feel like Colin Sexton is a solid middle of the road kind of player. Like if 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 Colin Sexton, yeah, I'm saying like if Colin Sexton was on like a good team, he would be like a, like if Colin Sexton was on the Bucks. High high on Colin Sexton, are we? Oh well, yeah. So, but I mean, like you know. Looking at the Cavs, you know, you got Andre Drummond, who I think is still a solid player. Yeah. Garland and um, Sexton. And Sexton. Uh, you know, Kevin Love and his age. I mean, he's, but he's got a little injury issue right now. They've added Isaac Okora, who as a Cora's rookie. So, you know, you got to figure out how he's going to play. Seti Osman's been balling. Seti Osman's been playing well. So, I mean, like, I think they have some players that are worth – giving them a look, but I'm not saying that they're going to like be world breakers. Damn, but like, imagine really been playing good. Crazy. But imagine if the, the Cleveland guys that are playing right now are playing. Okay. And then, you know, they find a player to, you know, ship their themselves to Cleveland. And, I mean, they could, they could contend, but Maybe. I mean, it's just oh, you, got me so watching, you got me wanting to watch Cleveland versus the Knicks tomorrow. Marky game, Knicks, Cleveland. Six o'clock league pass. I'm gonna check it out, but I'm getting ready for that Pell Suns game tomorrow. That's the game I'm excited for. I hope the Pels win. So my takes today don't look terrible. Celtics Pacers also gonna watch that game. I kind of want the Pacers to win, so my Pacers takes are looking good. And I need the Wizards to start winning. Need the Wizards to yeah. start winning. We'll probably be looking, Nuggets though. Big game. We'll probably for- have people coming back on on us later on and being like, "You guys are talking about this and this," but I mean, like, it is only three games in three really games for in. most of these teams. So it's just like at this point, there's some teams that are intriguing. There's some teams that you're like, "Why haven't they gotten off to the start?" Because like Milwaukee, for example, I'm sure Milwaukee's going to make the playoffs, but yeah, at this I'm point, they don't look that great. The Drew Holiday is not looking like he was worth all them picks. That's all I'm going to say. Pels might have fleeced. Pels fleeced. I don't know. I'm just high on all Pell's things. And, right and now. I mean, I still think there's movement to be done. Like, I still feel like Brandon, Ben Simmons will not end up Ooh, in Philadelphia. As a season. Well, I mean, it's just because I feel like he, that's the trade that the Rockets have to make. Like, you have, if you, if James they don't want to trade leave, to Daryl Morey, they don't want to trade to their guy. That's for Tita being stubborn. So who knows? They might, Jared Allen, they might end up trading the Nets. Who knows? But if I'm the Nets, I don't want that cancer coming to my team. The Nets look too good. No, no, no. Sorry. No. I like Spencer Dinwiddie. I like what they got going on. KD's focused. Yeah. And he's got Kyrie focused. He does. And, like, and he has the do team bring, buying in. Like, I do love not bring James KD Harden like, to town because James Harden will be going to every Brooklyn strip club that he possibly and, can. And trying to just stop the, the, the ball rotation. Like, what I loved about the Nets was 
Katie and both both Katie and Kyrie passed open shots to like Dinwiddie and Joe Harris, and they both passed them back. And both times, Katie and Kyrie were like, "No, y'all shoot! Like it's y'all don't have to just keep giving it to us. We are playing team basketball and like getting their team involved." And Joe Harris started knocking down shots. I love that. Like Joe Harris is a great three point shooter. Like y'all are a team. Like I love the. I just love the Brooklyn energy right now. Like they're the only team that I honestly think could beat the Lakers at this point in time. Yeah, I, I think I, I could see that. The the depth is, I guess, a little bit of the an depth issue. Is, I feel like well, I mean, once shit. we get... You got Karis LeVert, Dinwiddie. You could, but I mean, like, Jordan, I don't know. I, mean, I feel like in some cases I would take Schroeder over, like, Karis LeVert. But I mean, they, but they're all different kinds of players. Is the I don't thing. know, because that, that's what I'm saying. They have the best matchup for the Lakers because they have the depth to compete and the star power, so... And the coaching. I like Steve Nash. Give him a give. Give Steve his props. He's man. Not he was hard on right Steve. Now. He was he's hard not on coaching. Steve. I'm still hard on Steve because I'm not convinced that he's coaching. Like, I'm convinced that, you know, <laughs> you think it is Tony? he's out there doing his thing. Oh, well, that, I mean, that's possible. I, but I even, feel like this is. Even Kyrie backtracked Steve. Tyron, I feel like this is Tyron Lue and LeBron. Like, LeBron's out there being like, Tyron, oh, just sit, take a seat. Don't do yeah, that. Let me, even let me even do my Kyrie thing. came back and said his Steve Nash takes was wrong. Kyrie said, no, Steve's been a great coach. I was wrong. I didn't realize. That's all I'm saying. Give Steve his props, man. Steve got these boys looking good. That's all I'm saying. You thought there was going to be a dumpster fire. Like, let's be honest. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about our preseason ranks. I'm talking about, like, when you've heard this, I said two call. weeks ago that KD was going to yeah, be you said the, MVP. the MVP. I know that 100%. I'm because talking about when the Steve was hired. When Steve he's, was hired. They should give him coach of the year too, KD. Oh, look at you. That's hate. That's hate. That's big hate. Steve has been, Steve has been doing well. That's all I'm saying. We're going to keep watching. Steve might be a coach of the year candidate. Like, let's be well, honest. Hell, yeah, Steve hell yeah. SVG. He would be if they make it to the, if, if they make SVG? it to the. SVG? Coach of the year candidate. That's a fact. Stan Van Gundy? Been looking good. That's all I'm saying. I'm high that's, on the pels. Not, those aren't those aren't bad choices, you know. I'm, I'm high on the pels and I'm high on the nets. Those are the two teams I'm really high on. Right? Oh, and the Suns. But one of those are gonna come to an end tomorrow. But all right, Shuma, that's all we got this week. Tell the people where they can find you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ashubert14 and uh, listen to the Bros Who Binge podcast every week. This week we'll be doing our end of the year awards. Yeah, uh, we'll also be talking season. about. Another episode of Your Honor and Wonder Woman 1984. Ooh, I need to know if you liked it. Because <laughs> mixed reviews on the internet. Mixed, mixed reviews, reviews, for sure. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. my girlfriend is making me rethink how my, my rose-colored glasses. Because there were some rose-colored moments in that movie. There was a lot of rose-colored moments. Like, one of them in particular with the jet that, 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 that tugged at my heartstrings. But my girlfriend was like, you mean to tell me nothing happened? Like nothing happened. <laughs> like so. Like well, I, yeah, we'll get into we'll all get, that yeah, because I don't want to like do all. I that like stuff. the movie though. That's I, I feel like I'm really high on it. It's not. I feel like I'm too high on it compared to like. I saw some people who who put this movie behind Birds of Prey. Ooh, and I was bad. like. I thought it was well, better than Birds of Prey. Well, no, I mean, they were ranking, like, DCEU, and I kind of saying, like, where they would rank it in DCEU, but they ranked it behind Birds of Prey, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, Birds, it's better than Birds all of that. Prey. Yeah, that's, that Birds of Prey was bad. But this, I thought this had, this had good moments. But we'll get into all that on Wednesday. I forgot 
me and you haven't talked about it. But all right, yeah, y'all make sure y'all go follow Schubert. You can follow me at LinBWT. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. It's award season, so you got the Bros Who Binge Award Thursday, Tuesday. You got the Anime Talk Awards, and then yeah, man, it's award season. End of the year, we're finishing up strong. That means next year we're coming hard. There's gonna be a late nights with Lynn this week sometimes. So follow us on Twitch.tv/slash Bros Who Think. Uh, some manga content, of course. Subscribe to YouTube. But other than that, that's all we got this week. For Schubert, for Doom, for Brooklyn, for Krissa, and for Grogu. My name is Lennon. You guys have a great one. We will talk to you next week. Until then, peace. Chop a nigga down with this hoe, I feel like Mihawk. Blue strip with hundreds, yeah, my pockets finna see walk. Talking crazy out the side your heads and say you take it off. And traffic with the cutter getting surgical, I feel like law. Youngins in your city never heard of you, you falling off. This rap shit don't work out okay, I got a plug on hard and soft. Nigga hit a hundred band jug and then went fuck it off. My dog wouldn't get no fucking money around me, had to cut him off. Rap niggas lines, grab the yabba and I slice a nigga. Fulio on fire, they won't smoke, then I'ma light a nigga. Heard he got that work, I pull up on him and retire a nigga. Walk a nigga down with his bitch, I'm Michael Myers, nigga. Said he wanted beef, why you